0: of a podcast of all time this is champs in the making
1: where we have made a bracket of every pokemon that has ever existed and are putting them up in battles head-to-head
0: one-on-ones to scientifically find out the best pokemon
1: every
2: two weeks we gather up an assortment of hosts from the orange rose
0: and cut a bloody path through the pokedex Come listen to me defend the rights of Crustacean-based Pokemon. Olga is a perfect little baby, and I will not stand for anything else.
1: is the best fucking Pokemon because he looks like Robin Hood. Shout some about why your favorite Pokemon is the best.
0: Put them forward and insult Ambipom every two weeks, only on the Orange Groves.
2: Uh, Puccina is the best, and my friends already knocked Mightyena out, which I'm sad about. So now we're truly just living on the edge.
0: Hi, everyone. I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. And this is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks, I'm going to fail to solve an ARG, and Marn's going to tell me what I should have done instead.
2: That's right. And this week, we are covering, or we are starting our coverage of Waking Titan, which is the No Man's Sky uh, ARG.
0: Waking Titan. I know nothing about this one. Um, I did not know this had an ARG when you were asked me about it. All I know of No Man's Sky is that it was the game that got, like, delayed a couple times and then wasn't the game everyone wanted it to be when it came out and then now it is the game people want it to be
2: yeah that's most of what i also <laughs> know about it i've never played it
0: <laughs> so if you're if you're a space exploration fan uh that game's out there for you in some state nowadays
2: <laughs> it's there it exists i, I know
0: <laughs> I had a friend that said this was going to be the greatest game that ever existed in all time. And then it came out and I said, so is it? And they were just like, don't talk to me. <laughs> 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 but uh, speaking of uh, disappointing friends with video games, um, we got some questions that we want to get into before uh, we start talking about the ARG. So I'm going to kick you off with one from Sean, uh, at Sean. who writes in and says... What's the one video game series you wish you got into early on, but now seems too overwhelming to begin? And I'll branch that out into, like, media as a whole. Do you have a, like, boy, I wish I got into that uh, years ago when it was simpler? I was going to say, Kingdom Hearts was this for me for a long time. Because I played, like, one and two. And then I was like, I never want to deal with all the other games. And then three was coming out. And I was like, fuck it. I'll go down this (laughs) deep hole and just, like, learn everything.
2: Yeah, I mean, I... Ooh. I mean maybe Final Fantasy? I was never really into Final Fantasy okay. as a as a kid, so I only really know Final Fantasy seven. Um gosh, I I'm trying to think.
0: If you ask some people, that's the only one you need to know, <laughs> so you're good.
2: Um Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I feel that way about Magic the Gathering because I had a lot of friends who were really into magic growing up and I just like mm-hmm. never really got into it the way that they did
0: oh Marne, you've said my secret activation <laughs> phrase um, I used to be a magic judge and my favorite thing as a judge was hosting our uh, in-store learn to play events so uh, hit me up if you want to learn how to play
2: uh, oh we sh- we should do that at extra life
0: hell yeah I'll do I'll put on a clinic for the orange groves to teach people here's how we play magic
2: <laughs> I would absolutely do that are you kidding me <laughs>
0: Hell yeah, I'll put... Shit, I'll see if I can drag (laughs) up my old PowerPoint presentation. Oh my god. The best way to get anyone to learn how to play a game is with a PowerPoint, let me tell (laughs) you. See, now I can't do the episode because I'm too busy thinking about putting this together. Oh no. Um, I'm going to skip over... (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true. (laughs) Uh, The heir apparent wrote in and says uh, do you have any favorite video games or types of games you want to recommend to us your adoring fans? I know that we normally keep recommendations for the very end, but do you have any anything that you've played recently or that you're currently playing that you're just like, I got to tell people about this?
2: So here's the thing. Um, the way I play video games is not the way that most people play video games. I will pick up a game, play it for a week, forget that I own any video game systems for like six months, and then come back to it six months later and be like, oh, cool, <laughs> video games.
0: <laughs>
2: they exist.
0: So do you- so are you in the six-month period now?
2: Uh, Yeah, but I've heard that Nintendo is doing, like, a, a Memorial Day weekend sale. And I have, um, a like, a Nintendo eShop gift card uh, from, I want to say it was a Christmas present, maybe, uh, that I just mm-hmm. never spent because we moved into our apartment and I, like, forgot that video games existed.
0: <laughs> sure, I get how that goes.
2: So I might, I don't know, if, if anybody has any... Um, Anything on the Nintendo eShop that they like, you should recommend it to me. Oh <laughs> yeah. The la- literally the last video game I bought was Poyo Poyo Tetris, so that's the only thing I play now. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so I, uh, I recently came into possession of a PlayStation 5, uh, thanks to a friend of the podcast, Jory, who is a madman and decided that they wanted to just sit and see... They, they liked the chase of trying to find a PlayStation, but didn't actually want one. Uh, so when they finally got their hands on one, they were like, hey, were you still looking? Because I'll just sell this to you at, at cost. So <laughs> thanks to Jory, I got one. Uh, and I've used it exclusively for playing PlayStation 4 games, uh, which is a great use of it. But I, uh, I've i been playing oh uh, Sekiro and uh, mm. Final Fantasy Seven Remake on it. Um, Sekiro is great. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I love Souls games, and uh, playing as a cool ninja that like gets to deflect enemy attacks like you're in a samurai movie is one of the coolest gaming experiences I've had in a long time. And Final Fantasy VII Remake, I've never actually played Final Fantasy VII. Don't tell Martin's <laughs> Final Fantasy friends from earlier. So I'm excited to like actually be diving into that one and uh, learning the story for the first time. I hear this is the best way to do it. Uh, there's nothing weird about this game and its story, clearly. <laughs> so yeah, I'm enjoying those two. Those are the games i recommend lately. Also, I played a uh, very weird, very cute dating oh, simulator right. if you missed us at Stream Forever. I played the first hour of Hustle Cat which I thought was a dating simulator about working at a cat cafe. Uh, What I didn't know is that it's a game where you turn into a cat and the people that you date are the other cats at the cat cafe. Not necessarily my cup of tea, but I'm sure that there are at least six people out there that heard that (laughs) and like hadn't heard of this game and their ears perked up. So uh, if you're interested in that, um, Hustle Cat has been kind of cute so far.
2: Oh, yeah, Jay and I played uh, the Blackwell Legacy for a couple hours, just like really, really early in the morning when not a lot of people were online, and I actually enjoyed that, and I might go buy it so I can uh, play the rest of it. It's like a... Oh,
0: yeah, I heard that was fun, but it was less ghosty than it was advertised. It was
2: fun, but it took like a really long time to actually get to the ghost part.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm looking at this now. This is cool.
2: Yeah. I've been meaning to get Pokémon the new Pokémon Snap game. I forgot that was out.
0: It's very cute and very fun. It uh it opens kind of uh it it opens in a way that I was like, "Oh no, I waited 20 years for this game." <laughs> but once I got over like an initial hump, I really enjoyed it.
2: I like barely played the original Pokémon Snap.
0: So. It was it was one of, I I got it's one of my favorite games. I recently replayed it on a stream. Uh but I got to a point where I was like, Every time Nintendo puts out a new system, I look at it and I go, huh, this would be perfect for a a Pokemon Snap game. (laughs) And then it never happened. So I just like gave up hope. And then they were like, they announced it. It's happening. It's a new Pokemon Snap. And I was like, I'm not going to believe this or interact with anything until like the game is in my hand and in my Switch. Otherwise, I'm just not going to believe that this exists. So uh, it's exciting to finally have that again. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell I'm yeah. So
2: I'm I'm excited on your behalf.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. And then uh, at Corvid, Lorna writes in, who's the co-host of the newest show on the Argonauts Network? Uh, they have a show called Weebkend Warriors, where they cover anime that uh, you could finish in a weekend. Is their pitch? Oh yeah. Uh, their first episode is about Decadence, uh, which is a really good anime. You're getting all sorts of recommendations <laughs> off the top here. <laughs> uh, you should check out their podcast. Uh, and they write in with a great question. Marn, what's your favorite part of space? And what's the most terrifying thing about space? Ooh,
2: I was one of those kids who was very into space. Um, you were a space kid? Mm-hmm. I really wanted to be an astronaut until I realized um, how much stuff can go wrong in space and all of the <laughs> horrible ways that you can die in space. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I took a, um, I took an astrology class in... Um, or. Astronomy, not astrology. I took an astronomy class. I was
0: gonna say it's a lot of people on my Twitter that seem like they take an astrology class. Yeah,
2: I took an astronomy class uh, my freshman year of college, and we actually got to go up in um, our. My college had like a little tiny observatory, and we got to look at um, like the moon through the big telescope, and that was that's cool, fucking incredible. And if anybody ever has the chance to do that, you should because it's like wild to look at the moon and realize that it's, like, an actual 3D object. Yeah,
0: it's not just, like, that thing you see that's a little bigger than the other stars. (laughs) Yeah. That's super cool.
2: It was very funny because all of us, like, were just taking turns and being like, whoa, it's actually the moon. (laughs) But, like, that's just, like, the experience of it. Like, it's not just, like, a circle that sits in the skies. You can tell that it's, like, a sphere and it has a surface and stuff. It's bonkers. I love I love mm-hmm. space. I love a s-
0: and You're, like, looking at it in real time, not, like, at a photograph uh-huh. that someone else took. You're just like, these are my eyes looking at that moon. <laughs> that sounds cool.
2: It's cool as hell.
0: My... I think the most terrifying thing about space is just that, like, if you float off, that's it. Yep. <laughs> like, there's... It's just like emptiness as far as the eye can see. So it's just like, great. Uh, this is your fate forever. Enjoy. It's not like people can just like jump out and grab you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's there's no, no gravity, no friction. So just like you're just hanging. You started going half a mile an hour and you'll keep it going until uh, something else stops that. So <laughs> uh don't like to think about that. My favorite part of space? Probably all the zero G. I think having no gravity is neat. But, like, I can't imagine trying to get used to it.
2: Yeah, I feel like that would give me vertigo.
0: Mm-hmm. I've also seen, like, every everyone that I've ever seen in... Uh, in zero gravity is like people with astronaut physiques like Mm -hmm. people that have trained for months to go up to space so like I do not know how my body would react to being in zero gravity I can't imagine it would be great just like as a big dude I can't imagine it would be as easy as just like flip-flopping around the space station you know yeah (laughs) I see (laughs) I see how this body acts on Earth I don't need to see it when it's free you know what I mean yep (laughs) <laughs> I'll say it first space is for skinny bitches pass it <laughs> off <laughs> <laughs> oh. with that out of the way uh, Marn what do you what can you tell me about uh, Walking Titan the official skinny bitch ARG
2: <laughs> <laughs> so um So Waking Titan is the official uh, No Man's Sky ARG uh, that was produced by uh, Allison Smith, which is a advertising firm that also worked on, did they work on? Oh, they did the the tender ARG for uh, fucking uh, Vampire the Masquerade.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Okay, so they did they did Waking Titan, they did uh, Tender, and they did Black Watchmen, which was like a MMO that had like its own uh, like ARG to go with it.
0: Yeah, I think people have written into us about that. Mm-hmm. That name definitely rings a bell.
2: So this came out uh, in 2017 when No Man's Sky was already out. But okay, so basically what they did was they did two quote unquote seasons of of this arg um, and each one led up to the release of an update to the game and so each season was uh, divided into three phases so there's like season one phase one season one phase two season one phase three and then those all led up to the release of an update and then there's like season two phase four phase five phase six and those all led up to an update
0: okay so this was for their so this yeah this game came out and then like the company kept working on it and kept like putting out updates so this was done not to advertise the game itself but for the updates that came to the game later
2: yeah and it was kind of like okay most of the the people who play who like play the arg were people who were kind of already invested in the game i think and were like actually looking forward to the updates okay which is probably, you know, the way to go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want that, like, built-in, ready-to-go audience. It's like, knows what's up. Cool.
2: Yeah. um, And so this ARG actually started with uh, ARGNET tweeting out a link. It, a friend of the show, Michael Anderson, tweeted a link uh, it said, starting to hear whisperings of things to come from ProjectWT.com. Launch date looks to be 6-8, but could be sooner. And so that was uh, May 27th, 2017. So we are, once again, topical. We are recording this on May 28th, uh, 2021.
0: Okay, well, hell yeah. do you see we just covered uh, Portal, and now there's apparently a Portal movie being worked on? I heard about that it's the Argonauts curse we're always timely <laughs> even if we don't intend to be
2: uh, we actually we actually super are because I heard there's another No Man's Sky ARC that just finished <laughs> <laughs> well yeah <laughs> just
0: uh, in time baby
2: Michael Anderson uh, messaged me and was like hey this like this No Man's Sky ARC thing just finished and I was like are you fucking kidding me like we're literally about to record an episode of the other No Man's Sky ARC <laughs>
0: Is it connected to this one? I
2: don't think so. I haven't looked into it yet.
0: Okay. Well, then uh, we might cover that one at the end of this one. We might give it a little bit of time before we get back to that one. But okay, good to know that that's there.
2: Yeah, I mean... It it has less documentation than the stuff that we're gonna cover. I will say because all of all of the Waking Sky stuff is on, or the Waking Titan stuff is on uh, the Game Detectives Wiki and has like pages and pages of documentation. Which, um, thank you so much, Game Detectives Wiki.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah! So
2: so yeah, so uh, on. May 27th, uh, Michael Anderson, friend of the show, tweeted a link to ProjectWT.com, uh, which had a map that showed 60 locations, four of which were active. Um, and what it meant for a location to be active was if you clicked on that location, it would lo- it would link you to a live stream of a real radio station um, local to that area. Okay. And it also had a note on the website that said that the first clue would be revealed on June 8th. Okay. And players also found WakingTitan.com based on the title of Project WT's 404 page. WakingTitan.com prompted them for a username and password. Gotcha. And it turned out, people found out later, that links to ProjectWT.com had been sent out to a couple of, like, influential people in the ARG community, like Argnet and the Unfiction moderators, with a a little summary that said, It's the countdown to a new large-scale ARG launching this summer, starting with 16 radio stations across the world. It's being produced by veteran game masters and includes NPCs, actors, live events, and much more.
0: It's weird being in the, like, let's advertise the ARG era. I guess I, I I don't know if it, it's probably too strong to say, but like, I c- you can't imagine 10 years ago, people being like, hey, come check out the press release about the, like announcing the launch of this ARG featuring <laughs> these creators, these clues. Like, it's wild that that's how something like this can start. And it doesn't even really feel it feels kind of out of place. But that's only because we've been talking about so many from over the years. It doesn't feel super out of the place for it to happen.
2: yeah. I mean, also, I guess if you're a big advertising firm, like, doing this, and this is, like, the thing that you specialize in, you kind of have nothing to lose.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you might as well, you're, what are you gonna, you're not gonna lose eyeballs doing this, so you might as well put some eyeballs extra onto it that you wouldn't expect to. Yeah. Yeah, that checks out.
2: Yeah. Um, so so then on uh, on June second, uh, twenty seventeen, the players found that uh, one of the radio sta- one of the radio stations on the site had uh, gone active. Uh, it was a radio station in Moscow, um, but the link mm. was corrupted, and instead of the uh, location named Moscow and a link to the radio station, the Location was named like an alphanumeric string, and it had a link to a paste bin page uh, that contained the text info at wakingtitan.com, uh, and then a blacked out phone number and a note that said you have until June 3rd, 1800 UTC. Okay. And so people were like, uh oh, we got to contact this email address before tomorrow and everybody who sent their phone number to info at waking got a response that said database updated to change entry. Please, rep- please reply to this message with a new contact. And then it had a message ID and a little note that said low bandwidth relay connection, active rendering for message payload. Okay. And then on June 3rd, everyone who had sent in a verified phone number, got a phone call. That uh, said, This is Waking Titan. He arose and on the stars lifted his curved lids and kept them wide, which is an excerpt from the John Keats poem Hyperion. Hmm. Uh, and one one particular player got a phone call that said, This is Waking Titan, username Waking Titan. And they found that if they went to wakingtitan.com, they could log in with username Waking Titan and password Hyperion. Okay. Uh, and when they got in, they found a. Like arrangement of triangle like sigils on the page, and one of them glowed. And if you clicked on the glowing red triangle, it prompted you to put in your email address uh, so that you would be notified of further updates to the site. Okay. But when the page was originally accessed, uh, there was a row of glyphs along the bottom, and you could click one of them, And it brought you to a page with a little globe icon that you could click and it would send and it would download a PDF file.
0: Okay. This is, this is my kind of ARG. I don't need to hook up an old, uh, an old way to call a computer from a phone line. I'm still not (laughs) sure how Portal worked. You give me a website that I can access after emailing someone that specifically told me to email them, uh, and then something on that website has a file hidden in it. That's my shit. That's that's my shit. It's old school and refined, not boring.
2: And uh, the hidden PDF was a top secret internal memo from... Major Sophie Dubois to Elizabeth Layton, uh, talking about the WT project, initial assessments. It said like how many websites had been found, how many email addresses had been found. And it said, participants displayed high cognitive ability and great teamwork reflexes. We observed the creation of a bridge between existing well-organized clusters. They're already showing a great capability to adapt. Innovative thinking and quick reflexes even led to the creation of automated scripts to monitor the pre-launch phase. Investigation in the current available assets reveal great proactivity. Sample is still very limited. Cohesiveness and inclusion of new participants during the active phases are likely to be key to our success. Based on the initial response, difficulty recalibration is in process. Escalation will occur rapidly to better gauge if the participants are up to the extreme nature of the problems waiting in later phases. Let me reiterate that I still think this is much too risky. We don't have time for this, Elizabeth. Okay. Uh, And so that was all in plain text. And then there was a second page of the memo that was entirely in different kinds of code. Like there's hex and there's binary... And I think there's Octal in here. There's also in the in the footer, there is a string that leads to a YouTube URL uh, that goes to the song First Blood by Kavinsky, which is... We, you will see a theme happening later on with this where the players keep finding YouTube URLs that go to different songs.
0: Okay, it's not just like... In conjunction with this band, like no. this is the ARG. We've got these guys doing all the music for it. Okay.
2: And so each of the each of the codes on the page that's entirely in code um has a missing entry. And each missing entry corresponds to one letter of what the final solution was, uh, which was Orion. If you entered Orion on the webpage where they found the link to the PDF, it displayed the word granted and returned you to the homepage. Okay. So then on June 8th, there was a uh, the first radio broadcast. Um, it dis- it played on, I guess, all of the radio stations that were on ProjectWT.com uh, at different mm-hmm. times throughout the day. Uh, and it said, we are the mystery hiding in plain sight. You will find us. This broadcast is the first clue. Um, and in the spectrogram, when people ran it through, it said wakingtitan.com in the spectrogram. Okay. Um, and then also on the 8th, uh, people got sent out a email that notified them that the website had updated and a second little triangle glyph had unlocked. Or a second glyph on the bottom had unlocked, and also, if you clicked on one of the other triangles on the page, it revealed a puzzle. Neat, okay. And the puzzle was that it took you to a new page, and if you looked at the image in the background of the page, you could see text uh, that was CCXL, and then a line, uh, and then under the line it said XVXL. And people were like, oh, it's Roman numerals. We're just doing math. (laughs) And so (laughs) uh, it was 240 divided by 15. And the answer was 16. Um, And people were like, oh, 16 is an important number um, because it's also the number of radio stations that we have. And if you typed in 16 as uh, a password, it played a video that said... You must help her find the way. If you're receiving this signal, please help us. You must save us. Without the video comm to help us, we're pretty much stuck. They can't find our devices. Help us.
0: There's no worse feeling in an ARG than when you think something's a cool, intricate puzzle. And then you're just like, ah, fuck, it's just math problems.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> um, and then after they solved that puzzle, uh, clicking the sigil again uh, showed them a date, a time, and a radio station for where they would presumably get their next clue. So it was Paradise FM, June 10th,
1: 2017.
2: Okay. And they also found a new PDF file on the site. Once again, it was a internal memo from Major Dubois to Elizabeth Layton, kind of just providing an update on the project. And it suggested that there was going to be a dead drop Uh, that very same day.
0: Ooh, damn, a one-day dead drop? Yep. God, I wish I could run an ARG where I could have, <laughs> like, the budget to be confident that if I did a dead drop today, there would be enough eyes on things that were going on that it could happen.
2: Jesus. Uh, sorry, I went to look up when this dropped, and the email was sent out three hours before the dead drop to tell people that the website had been updated
0: jesus all right
2: and yeah and and so in this uh it has a photo of what what people assume was going to be the dead drop it's like a a journal i think and it says uh asset will be available at the designated transfer point from approximately seven o'clock on june 8th uh, 2017 identification find the attached file location Cafe Bene 816 street code B introduce yourself as Dr Putnam okay and so they determined that it was at Cafe Bene in New York City uh someone on Discord was like well I'm in New York City I'll just go uh they went uh they were told by the person who handed off the dead drop to them Uh, think outside the box something big is coming and when we find out what it is we must be prepared also remember that we are a science community first and foremost okay uh and they were given a piece of paper that had a string of base 64 on it that decoded to a set of coordinates for uh in game in no man's sky and if you went to those coordinates in-game, you got to a communication station uh, that played a message uh, that said, Loop 16 Unexpected Error 97C33N5884P. Uh, and when you type that in on the Waking Titan website, uh, it returned the accepted screen.
0: Okay. That's really cool. I love going places in a video game as part of an ARG. I
2: agree, and that was when people actually realized that it was a No Man's Sky ARG because they had actually like had to go into the game and do something. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> up because up until now, like they, it, I guess they had just thought it was like an independent ARG or they hadn't had that confirmation. Um, because also, oh uh concurrently there was a different argish thing going on with no man's sky where people uh the moderators of like different no man's sky subreddits had been getting cassette tapes in the mail Hmm. and each one of them was numbered like one through 16 or they were like one out of 16 two out of 16 whatever and they all had songs from the No Man's Sky composers on them.
0: Interesting.
2: And some of them had B-sides that just glitch noises. And if you ran it through a spectrogram, you could see a set of numbers and letters that uh, turned out a Caesar cipher and then hex code that decoded to Portal. Oh,
0: okay. I didn't realize you were so timely with our last episode, too.
2: (laughs) And some of them came with a signed poster, uh, one of which came with a note. The giant gateway calls out to me, filling my mind with whispered secrets of a far-flung world.
0: Hmm. Okay, so there's going to be a portal in-game that goes to a different world. Yeah. Maybe. Neat.
2: Maybe and so then june 10th rolled around they had gotten the the little pop-up on the website telling them to go to the paradise fm radio station on project wt they heard an advertisement at about 5 a.m oh coordinated universal universal coordinated time interesting that this arg has a time zone
0: (laughs) is that is that like an in-game time zone maybe
2: it's ut it's utc okay which is gm yeah which is greenwich mean time mhm so yeah so they went to the they went to the site they clicked on the on the paradise fm station uh they got a little advertisement for echo software that basically was someone talking about how they how she had lost her grandmother but echo software like allowed her to make a copy of her grandmother's voice, just like using a sample from a home movie.
0: Okay.
2: And it had, and it had a link to the Echo software website, uh, which was echo 64com dot com. Okay. So I'm sure that this software no one will use for anything sinister. <laughs>
0: Right. Yeah. I, I wonder what could happen with this. Yeah. I wonder what kind of plot line might come from this. I've, I've, I've listened to too many ARGs, Marn. I know exactly where all this is going.
2: <laughs> Surely no one could use a software where you can deepfake dead people's voices for evil.
0: <laughs> Have you seen uh, someone's put together like AIs for rappers where you can put in like lyrics and it'll play lyrics back in their voice? No? I saw someone put together, uh, they made Kanye West rap. Are you telling me a shrimp fried this rice? God. And I, I don't know. It's it's amazing what little things the internet comes together to do sometimes.
2: God. Oh, so yeah, so they found uh, Echo64.com had text on it that said, Begin second sequence, initialization may take up to 24 hours. Later in the day, it updated into just a full corporate website, talking about the Echo software and how it lets you synthesize virtual versions of deceased relatives, which reminded me of, have you Have you seen uh, the Adult Swim infomercial Live Forever as You Are Now?
0: I don't think I've seen that one, no. Oh
2: my god, you should watch it. It's like okay. that concept but funny.
1: <laughs> it's like
2: it it's a similar concept, but like the the goof is that um so it's it's an Alan Resnick like Wham City comedy bit. The goof is that like he's trying so hard to avoid the uncanny valley that he like accidentally stumbles backwards into the uncanny valley. <laughs>
0: like all of the like
2: fake ai relatives are just like really bad to look at god so yeah so so same premise um but not 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 played for comedy um and they found out that the the process begins usually with you send you send echo software a five minute audio snippet from the person who you want uh, a virtual version of uh, and they had a phone number listed on their website. But when you called the phone number, you got a voicemail message that said, Echo is in transition and therefore cannot accept new input. When we achieve our predetermined finite state, we'll take new input and get back to you. Thank you. Okay. There was a weird thing with their uh, their voicemail inbox where after that it beeped uh, and there were... Like five seconds of silence, but if you talked during that five seconds, uh, it would not, it wouldn't beep unless you stopped talking or until five minutes had elapsed. So there was implication that like people were actually being recorded.
0: Hmm. Okay. Great, smart idea, y'all.
2: Smart idea. <laughs> and so then on the Echo page, they had so there were a couple things that the players found. There was a string of numbers that, if you clicked them, they went to a song called "Believe," uh, a, a YouTube video song called "Believe," and there were also uh, these like f- this row of like geometric shapes uh, that, if you clicked on all of them, you got uh, a phrase popped up that said, "The order of things is formed by the angle of its measure," um, and if you clicked on the shapes, then in the order of decreasing angle. Um, So circle, triangle, square, pentagon, hexagon. Okay. You got a clue that said this breaks white into seven. Um, And people realized that uh, the solution was prism, which was a password that they could put in on the Waking Titan website. Um, And they got a new video, uh, which uh, was of the same person as the first video they got who in this video introduces herself as Elizabeth Layton, CEO of the Atlas Foundation. Okay. Uh, the players also found that if you searched for anything uh, using the search function on the echo website, it received it it returned a set of five numbers uh, that were decimal code for paste and then underneath they had it had a big blocks of hex code and if you, Decoded the hex, uh, you got the raw data of a GIF, and if you opened the GIF, uh, it had a string of characters in it that led to a paste bin, which had the phrase Nut- "There is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so," hmm. uh, which is a quote from Hamlet.
0: Hmm. Notably, a quote never used to justify doing bad things.
2: <laughs> you know. Then on June 17th, uh, on the uh, Puerto Rico radio station uh, that was on the Project WT site, which they had gotten, I think, from entering the, the PRISM password, uh, they got like the, the clue to the next radio station. There was an ad played for Multiverse Technologies saying that they were now hiring people with research experiences <sighs> In the fields of radiation belts, computationalism, magnetic fields, or quantum electrodynamics.
0: I love in ARGs when you get to see like a company that says, hey, these are the things we're interested in. And you just get to look at them and go, ah, villain shit. Cool.
2: <laughs> um, and they said, hey, if you are interested in working in any of these fields, you should go to our website, multiverse75.com. Okay. And so people went there and a uh, a little notice that said begin third sequence initialization may take up to 24 hours. Okay. And then fairly shortly after the site updated to a corporate homepage and the waking titan site uh, also updated the third triangle had uh, unlocked and turned red. And there were a third and fourth glyph that people could click on. Okay. And so... There was also a phone number on the Multiverse site. And if you called the number, you got a message that said, uh, thank you for your interest in Multiverse. Right now, our priority is our work on abelian groups, manifolds, and basic knowledge of cochains, chains their cycles and co-boundaries. We are in urgent need of talents in this branch of mathematics. If you have the expertise, let us know through our website. And they had a uh, email address also on the site. And if you emailed it, it said specific expertise detected, input desired branch of mathematics and subject line to info at multiverse75.com. And if you sent uh, a message with the subject line algebraic topology, um, you would get a message that said input valid candidate in algebraic topology Executing process post box Process complete warning. Confirmation is required. Do you want to trigger the mailing of package 9 out of 16? Confirm in subject line with code ID. And it gave you a little um, alphanumeric code. And if you sent a email to the same email address with that as the subject line, uh, you got a message that said package 9 out of 16 has been sent. Please stand by ETA week of June 19th.
0: Hmm. I will always trigger the additional package to be sent.
2: Indeed. I mean, why wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, there's... uh, It's like a Pokemon where anytime you see something, it's like, it looks like there's a switch. Do you want to press it? Yes. And it goes, who wouldn't?
2: (laughs) Uh, And triggering this also gave them a bit.ly that uh, was a link to a PDF. It was a internal memo from Elizabeth Layton to all employees, subject infosec body, team. I wanted to personally assure all of you that the Atlas Foundation is using the full weight of its resources to address the concerns we all share. Right now, we're in the preliminary phases of Waking Titan, and we're very encouraged by the results we've seen so far. Once this testing phase is complete, we'll turn our attention to the real problem as quickly as possible. Don't like that there's a real problem here. (laughs) (laughs) But the integrity of this process requires all of us to be very strict about honoring our security clearances. In spirit and the letter it could be catastrophic for any one of us to slip up the more i read the less i like this internal memo (laughs) (laughs) i understand all of you are under a lot of stress right now and i can't blame you i am too but we're all in the same boat Please, if you need to, dis- if you need to discuss your worries, reach out to your personnel coordinator, and we'll help you develop a coping strategy. Thanks, as always, for your patience, your dedication, and your discretion. I'm absolutely confident that we'll find a way through this by working together.
0: See, I feel like this is a villainy group. I do love uh, the idea of there being like a villain group that has like an impeccable HR manager, like yeah, uh, just like. Like, the day after the Death Star blows up Alderaan, just an HR memo goes up and is like, hey, uh, we know yesterday was a really stressful day for a lot of you. Uh, feel free to take the day off if anyone needs uh, any help processing uh, what we did. You know, there's a, there's there's going to be some mental health professionals available, just like at any med bay along the Death Star, and you'll be good to go. Uh, you know, the Empire has your back. Um, I, I love the idea of, like, <laughs> impeccable HR for things that are probably bad.
2: Yeah, I I must say, I simply don't love an internal top-secret memo that talks about the real problem and coping strategies. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) This Vader guy is really worrying me lately, but I gotta say, Linda is on it, and she brought donuts two days in a row, so... (laughs)
2: So, yeah, so they found that uh, that PDF also had another link to a song. It was uh, Super Symmetry by Arcade Fire. Um, And then on June 21st, uh, one of the players got a package and it was a cassette tape labeled 9 out of 16. Okay. And uh, we will get there in just a moment. We will get we will get back to that cassette tape. Hold that in your mind. But
0: but Marin, what could take us away from that?
2: <laughs> so concurrently to all this, uh, people were solving another one of the glyph puzzles on the Waking Titan website. If you clicked on the third glyph, so they had they had unlocked the third and fourth glyphs, um, and if you clicked on the third one. Uh, you got a video of a wall covered in post-it notes, uh, some of which had arrows, and some of which had letters. Um, and I will show you a picture of this so you can visualize it. Uh, and basically what they had to do was follow Damn. the... So, the 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 colored arrows are from people solving it. Um, but... You can see what they had to do was uh, follow the arrows to deduce the right series of letters. Um, And there was only one correct path uh, that would take you from the top left to the bottom right.
0: Okay, this is neat.
2: Um, And it was O... Yeah, and it was O-B-A-F-G-K-M, which is a system used in spectral classification to describe the absorption lines of a spectrum.
0: Okay, you're losing me again.
2: <laughs> it's we're not going to get more sciency than that. Basically what <laughs> they found was that spectral was the the password.
0: Okay, neat.
2: Yeah. And so that was accepted. People also found that uh in in exploring the multiverse site that uh, there were three employee photos uh, that had a glitch effect, and they found that the distortions um, in each image was actually Morse code. So each of those three pictures had two letters of Morse uh, encoded in them in in uh, in like image distortions. And if you took those in order, you got the word scales. And that was, they used that to unlock the third sigil triangle thing on the website. It unlocked another video of Elizabeth. um, And then after that, another locked sigil appeared. And another um, name of a radio station. This one was in Columbia. And the date, June 24th, 2017. The players were at this point able to actually stitch all of the Elizabeth videos together to form kind of a more coherent, longer video. Here, there's a YouTube link and it has captions.
1: Okay. Hello. My name is Elizabeth Lane, and I'm the CEO of the Atlas
2: Foundation. If you're seeing this video, then congratulations.
1: (laughs) You've proven your value beyond any shadow of a doubt. Anybody want to see this?
0: Okay. So, creepy robots talking at me. This kind of thing used to get to me, but I've been around the block a couple times, you know? (laughs) I'm just like, hello, glowing lady head.
2: Nothing weird here. Technically, it's a real person. It's just a really distorted video.
0: That's fair. That must be why this doesn't bug me.
2: So also on the multiverse homepage. So there were five buttons on, on the homepage or under a section on the homepage. And each of those... When you clicked it, uh, it had cipher text that would pop up. Um and they found in the source code a key to a Polybius square cipher, which was which they used to unscramble this cipher text. Uh, the The keyword uh, for the Polybius square was Schrodinger, and it unscrambled the cipher text on the website, which was under the sections' uh, radiation belts computationalism, magnetic fields, electrodynamics, and particle accelerations. Okay. And those said radiation belts. We recreate conditions similar to the Van Allen radiation belt in our secure facilities. Computationalism. Exploring the possibilities inherent in a computational view of consciousness. We are always finding new ways to enhance our ability to process information with naturally occurring phenomena. I don't love the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> magnetic fields adding to an already massive pool of knowledge surrounding fundamental forces this group studies how industrial tools can be improved with the liberal application of magnetic energies okay Electrodynamics. Venturing to new horizons in quantum electrodynamics, we aim to make better use of the particle wave interactions that happen all around us every day. Hmm. Particle acceleration. Based on the already successful CERN superconducting supercollider and the Cornell synctotron, our private particle accelerator is built to perform tens of studies per day at a lower cost than comparable facilities. (laughs) I don't love that these guys have a particle accelerator.
0: I, you know, very few people should have particle accelerators. I know that's a hot take, but I'm willing to have it.
2: I don't ever want to read the words private particle accelerator <laughs> in an ARC.
0: <laughs> you sound like the dude from a uh, paradox, uh, or Cloverfield paradox. <laughs> it's, how, it's how you get demons.
2: I am right, though. <laughs> it's <the thing.
0: laughs> I'd like to be clear. This is how you get demons, though.
2: It is. So after all this, or while this was going on, this this YouTuber who is a part of the game gets a gets the nine out of sixteen cassette tape package um, and starts posting videos of it. Uh, there was also other stuff in the package. There was like a No Man's Sky poster. There was a T-shirt. But he gets this cassette tape that has uh, the logo of the Atlas Corporation on it, and he posts videos of the A side and the B side of the tape. Uh, The A side of the tape has a 15 minute long ambient musical track, uh, and it also has a spoken word portion. Hmm. The spoken word portion says, I am alone in the space between worlds. I am alone but for my thoughts, my words. I am alone but for you. I see you. You must have known I could. You must have known what this was. Through these travels we come to know ourselves, just as the universe comes to know us in turn. I cannot step through. I know now that if I do, all of this will be over. Lives come back to me. I've seen horrors and wonders I have been through. I have become good and evil. I have grown beyond all such things, life after life, and now I am become you. One day your voice will speak to you, telling you of something, some signal that needs answering. It will tell you of some secret at the heart of reality, some puzzle that needs to be solved, lest all life falls into decay and oblivion. Do not listen to it. If all the world is a lie, then nothing is true, not even that explanation. Abandon it. Abandon me. It is inevitable.
0: Hmm. Okay.
2: So that's fun. Uh,
0: yeah, um... No one that's ever described themselves as inevitable has been on the good side, (laughs) for the record.
2: And So the B side of the tape had ambient noise and a repeated series of notes, Um, and each one was on a specific frequency and was connected to a MIDI value. Uh, And if you decoded uh, the notes into a MIDI, uh, you got the values 36 15 21 18 14 31 25 and then they did something to those numbers that i don't quite understand um (laughs) okay they did a math function to them basically okay i don't understand math so take that (laughs) as you will all right and they found that if you converted each of those into letters, just a very simple alphanumeric cipher. You got the word journey. And if you rotated that through a Caesar cipher, that was the passphrase for the fourth glyph. Okay. And so then they had been told, open up this uh, Colombian radio station on June 24th. and they did. and they found a new advertisement for the myriad uh which was a company that specialized in open source microsatellites
0: hmm is it drones I,
2: I think they're just literal satellites
0: Oh, just like little, okay.
2: It says, we are Myriad, we specialize in open-source microsatellite ventures, and we think the sky should belong to everyone. With over 37 safe launch stations around the world, we enable a constellation of possibilities, making the world a better place. It's time to launch a new era of regulations regarding microsatellites. Make your voice heard at myriad70.com.
0: So, wait, they're in, they are the microsatellites, but they also want to regulate microsatellites?
2: They want to deregulate them, I think.
0: Ah, okay. Just a fair heads up. If you're the company that's in charge of putting a bunch of satellites into the sky, you're not making it open for everyone. You're just filling (laughs) it. You're filling a thing that already was open for everyone with your shit.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Maybe this universe has stricter satellite regulations, Andrew. (laughs)
0: Maybe you're right. You're right. There might be some evil centralized government controlling satellites. <laughs> Sorry that Pepsi can't get a satellite up to constantly shine its logo on the moon.
2: Oh man, we should if if we ever get back to Pepsi arg, we gotta do something <laughs> something with that. Jot that one down real quick.
0: Yeah, T M T M T M. Sabrina, cut that.
2: <laughs> Pepsi Space Navy. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark? It's time
0: for Pepsi Space Force.
2: <laughs> and so, uh, also, the another glyph and uh, triangle sigil unlocked on the Waking Titan uh, page around this time. And you clicked on the triangle sigil, it would lead you to the Myriad website. And the glyph also took you there. And there was a myriad status page, um, which had a network report with a network diagnostic table, and a localized magnetic generation field service, and a current satellite launch window, uh, which okay. says seven seven days clear, thirty days rescheduling, sixty days clear, ninety days clear. Okay. Uh, the network report section had a link called Mercury process running. And it linked to a vote uh, where players could vote either 16, 32, 41, 64, 80, or 96. Uh, And they were not Hmm. given any explanation for those numbers.
0: I love that shit. I love that so much. (laughs) I love making people pick something without knowing what it is. Uh (laughs) It drives people absolutely crazy, and I love it so much.
2: Oh, it's so good. Uh and and once they voted uh they were just they were just redirected to a page that showed them what the percentage was. And after the number 81 the vote, 80 people were randomly selected from the Waking Titan mailing list and they were sent free digital copies of No Man's Sky.
0: Cool. I don't know, you're playing an ARG for a game, you probably already have it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's
0: fun. It's cool though, yeah.
2: I mean, you it, it was it was like it was a steam key, so you could always like gift it to some to somebody. that's true. um, so yeah, so eighty people got an email uh, that said like your data set result, id number, whatever out of eighty uh, and a and a little steam key for no mans sky. okay, and uh, the Myriad page also had user id pages, and it had summaries of the book The Little Prince, but in Caesar Cipher for some reason. Okay. There was also the localized magnetic generation field service uh, block from the status report page had two main segments that unlocked over time. There was a string uh, that said clients 017 A24 that pointed towards a password-protected um, and there was also a string that said PC lowercase, uh, XXXXXXXXX, which basically meant, like, pa- the password is lowercase, it's a four-letter word, and then a space, and then a five-letter word. <laughs> and also in that string were, uh, the names Hevelius, Wit, and Susong, who were all ancient astronomers, um... And they found out that the password for that page was star chart. Okay. Which led them to a PDF of a redacted memo that said. To Team Myriad from the team at Redacted, we need to discuss a matter that will determine whether we continue our business relationship as a matter of trust and urgency. The current level of system capacity and performance standard we have leased is not adequate to continue our project. We have no complaint with your service or management of our activity, and in fact we are constantly floored at the scale of processing your company offers. However, our initial projection for how our system would map galactic bodies is currently ongoing improvement, and our requirements have scaled up dramatically. We understand this is not the biggest project running on Myriad, but we'd like to ask for a temporary reallocation of resources to help us complete our new model. Sincerely, Redacted. Okay. And once they found that, uh, they unlocked a second segment of that, of that code block that pointed them towards a second password-protected page. The user ID hint they got was base 64. That, when it decoded, it led them to a actual page on uh, the NASA archive. Um, and if they they gotten also a hint that said three two two seven two, if you search that in the NASA archive, it led you to a STS one twenty shuttle satellite. Which then linked you to a mission done by the Discovery, and they found that Discovery was the password. Okay. Once they did that, they unlocked another memo that uh, was from a redacted administrator uh, saying that uh, they had the facility in California reported corrupted in image files and our analysts insist that our contract with you must be expanded as soon as possible to prevent further errors. To that end, I am authorized at this time to immediately allocate funds for our current service to be upgraded to a level eight package. In addition, we are willing to negotiate a commitment for further provisioning to address additional urgent upgrades. Um, And with this hat, it had a corrupted data moshed image which didn't solve right away. It's just a really glitchy image that is bad to look at. (laughs) Um, And both PDFs had a YouTube string uh, that led to a video of the song Computer Love. Uh, They also had numerical strings in them that if you put them together, uh, it gave you the numerical string... 313 three one three nine eight one seven six. And that was the password to the fourth sigil that unlocked a new video of Elizabeth Layton.
0: Okay. I, I like this company, which seems to be operating as just like a more evil cable company. Just yeah. like, ah, oh, bummer. We had an issue with this, with these people. Uh, we'll just offer them like a better package and then it'll all go away. Be good to go. Easy peasy.
2: <laughs> um, and so while all this was going on, uh, while people were voting on numbers, while people were solving these passwords, uh, the status report page on Myriad was being updated with a bunch of letter number pairs um, until it had gone all the way through the website. Okay. People had also realized that if you sent an email to the sales account, it you got an auto-reply that mentioned a dedicated Nocturne support address. Uh, and they found that if they emailed nocturne at myriad70.com, uh, they got a message back that said, System Relay 001A, your support ticket ID has been sent to the primary technical contact for your account. If you are not already a Nocturne Priority Client, your request will be transferred to our general support center. Sincerely, Julian J. Wong, Service Code LA443, Myriad Help Desk and Atlas Foundation Company. And from there, people emailed JJ Wong at myriad70.com and they got a auto reply that said, I've looked up and down the Sonic Bridge, but three of my favorite things are still missing. xxxxxx at myriad70.com. Hmm. And from there, people deduced that it was literally just the names of notes on the scale. Uh, and the final email uh, was do me soul at myriad70.com which responded which auto replied with a set of numbers uh, that were in decimal and they got doe 116 me 707 soul 811 and they found some other ones like that on the contact page and they realized that they had the full uh, musical scale with numbers tied to it
0: neat okay
2: and when they put those in order and they cross referenced it with the alphanumeric code on the status report page, the numbers spelled out Bolzano, which was the solution to unlock the fifth glyph.
0: Okay. Boldano? Bolzano. Bolzano, okay
2: It's the it's a city in Italy, apparently. Hmm. Cool. On June thirtieth. We are now on June 30th. Some people on the Waking Titan uh, mailing list got a link to another poll that said, Subroutine Mercury is active. This is process two out of three. This process will execute once. More and more people got uh, these emails in kind of uh, waves, and each one had a minor variation uh, in... There was hex code up in the... Uh, up in the corner, and that changed. And there were also uh, a sequence break error uh, in the body of the message that uh, the name of it changed. And so the different hex strings were labeled. Uh, One was Battle of Hastings, one was Josian, one was Royal Society, and one was Turing. And the errors were A, slash, W, O, N, E, and J. If you added all of the sequence break letters together, uh, it took you to an imager link.
0: A word snack.
2: That the imager link was a equation that they had to solve. The answer was 256. Okay. The website updated with a message said, begin sequence, and it had a bunch of numeric strings that had been they all corresponded to options in the poll that uh players had been linked uh in the email fragments Mm, okay which again was they they got another poll and they had no idea what they were voting for basically they then found a website or they weren't supposed to have found it yet i believe uh but they they found it anyway for the super lumina company, which we'll get there in a second. But basically what they'd found was uh that they they found it they either found it a couple days earlier they used the Wayback uh machine to find that it had been updating like two days before they they were supposed to have found it okay. But uh it it started out having text that said uh begin sequence negative sixteen point zero E99 Eight one one two, process degraded, rebooting, and the title of the page said "Ready, you're not for yes this," and the site then updated again that said "Begins sequence negative thirty two point one a f nineteen eighty three, process degraded, rebooting." Once it, and then it updated with the the poll numbers, and then it's uh once the poll ended it updated with uh the the background color changed to pink. Uh and there was new text that said uh two oh nine dash three dash one three oh dataset ready, please wait. And two oh nine dash three dash one three oh was the option that won the poll. Okay. And they found that the the color that the background had changed to was those values in rgb
0: hmm okay
2: and there was also a little message that said uh input completed thank you identifying 100 targets please wait um and around that time 100 players were randomly selected from the mailing list and they also got free copies of no man's sky neat yeah cool so yeah so then on july 1st um Most of this happened on June 30th, yeah. They got a message on one of the radio stations on the website uh, that said, The present message is a test. If you hear this audio transmission, we at Superlumina have finally proven the Lorentz invariant theory is right. We have succeeded in stabilizing superluminal communication. Transmitting information into the past is now possible. Today is glitch audio of august 2017 for more information visit superluminous6c.com
0: okay so this is like you get you get the like the thing about time travel which is that like once it's established it's always been here is like yeah. the, like once you can you have the idea of being able to transport information to the past then you have been always have been doing that Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's the correct uh tense for that phrase, but like okay, once you can send stuff back to the past, now we can deal with like people in the future too instead of just what's happening in the present in this game. That's really neat
2: yeah we're gonna we're getting into some time travel bullshit
0: <laughs> love a good time travel bullshit
2: uh and so then they found that uh the super luminous site had come online uh but it was corrupted, and it had weird markings some of the text was fucked up uh if they cleaned it up uh they got uh, a block that said controlling information since beyond time we have consumed immense swaths of knowledge and obtained untold power we will come for your world as we have many others join our crusade
0: cool yeah love the sound of that
2: love it there was a project page that had entries that each had a decimal code on them they Decoded to Echo, Multiverse Myriad, Infinite Loop, and Atlas. Okay? There was a blog section that talked about a technology called NLTT, which was nonlinear transmission technologies. Um, and if you typed the number two hundred fifty six on either of those blog posts, which was the the answer to the equation that they had found earlier, it would display a phone number. Uh, and when you called that phone number, you got a message that said, call back later for pickup instructions. Be ready. Okay. A couple of days later, they found that the site had updated and was a uncorrupt, like a totally uncorrupted version of the site. Uh, it now had a string in the source code that went to a YouTube video of the song Back in Time. Okay. And they were like, oh, the website (laughs) time-traveled.
0: Sure did. Uh,
2: And then, on the same day that the website was discovered, um, they called the number again, I guess a couple hours later, and had a new message on the on the phone number uh, that said the Cumberland by Marble Arch now two persons max meet agent 59 passcode what was the first warning we will not wait
0: (laughs) okay
2: the the audacity to do a live dead
0: drop like this it's great I love the fact that they're willing to just say like you know what you say you're enjoying our game prove it Hit us up right now.
2: Literally just get in your car and drive. we won't wait for you.
1: <laughs> <sighs> I
0: love oh, it.
2: Oh man. I mean, it is pretty good as the thing, but it's really ballsy of them.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: it's it's absolutely the the kind of thing that only like a big budget could like afford to do
0: mm-hmm yeah no absolutely like you just need be
2: like get in yeah. your car right now motherfucker i dare you
0: we just gave out a hundred copies of our video game you can get in your car
2: <laughs> and if you don't get here in the next hour we'll just leave fuck chop you.
0: chop love it
2: love it love this for them i wish we could do that <laughs> i just like Can you fucking imagine the power?
0: I've just been able to say, like, get in your car and come here. Yeah. God, it sounds nice. You will pick up this dead drop. It's cool that our audience is listening to you fall to the dark side in real time. And all it took was, like, a player base that respected the game creators and feared them. You're just like, I want that for me.
2: Oh, man. I do, though, is the thing. The the power to have over your players to be like meet me here now.
0: <laughs> we were... <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to bet you didn't even have that power back when you were um doing uh the zombie thing in college. Like even then it's college students. They don't have anything better to do. And even then it's like a chore to pull teeth.
2: Yeah, I mean we did that we did that sometimes, but it was it, it, it mostly was like they knew in advance like hey, here here are like the two times of day that we do things and like If you want to participate, just, like, free up a couple hours in your afternoon and, like, drop by and we'll give you something to do.
0: Sure. We've we've got office hours if you want to swing by and find out what to do next in our game.
2: I mean, like, basically because we we did, like, midday. Like, we had every, every single day of the week we had an afternoon mission and we had a night mission and they were always at the same time. And we would literally just send out and be like here's where to meet us here's what you're doing if anybody gets out of class in the middle you know exactly where to go and what you're doing
1: sure (laughs) that's like
0: that's really cool and smart and a good way of like respecting your players time while setting something up like that my thing is i don't i don't want to have to respect my players time i just want to be able to say like do the thing now and they'll say yes sir
2: oh no i completely agree i mean we did do a couple things where like they were very like last minute things that we came up with for the players to do and we were like okay everybody who's like awake or out of class meet us here right now and like that was always fun but mm-hmm. to do that on like a, a larger scale just god i would love that so much <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway so uh one of the one of the players uh made it out there met with agent 59 uh, used the password sixteen uh, because the the hint was what was the first um, and and sixteen was the first passcode for for Waking Titan uh, okay. they used um, and got a note that said twenty eight minutes of silence after the and a uh, picture of a flower and thief and hmm. they realized that this pointed to a movie called The Flower Thief. Uh, which the director afterwards had uh, directed a twenty-minute-long silent movie uh, that was titled "Senseless," uh, and they realized that hmm. the password for the fifth sigil was "senseless," and so Neat. they got from that they got a new video and they got uh, the next broadcast specs, which were uh, Sirius XM on July eighth,
0: twenty seventeen. Okay.
2: There were actually several broadcasts on that day. There was the first one uh, said, we are the mystery hiding in plain sight. If you're curious enough, if you're bold enough, you will find us. Pay close attention. Uh, and there was Morse code in the background of that that translated to uh, probabilistic computing. Uh, and okay. then... Uh, And then roughly 45 minutes later, there was a second broadcast that said, Sometimes you hear something that sticks in your mind afterwards. You'll wonder about it in your quiet moments, a question without an answer, a puzzle you can't solve. Um, And there was Morse code that translated to evolutionary computing. Uh, and then Hmm. roughly 90 minutes later there was another one uh, that said pay close attention you followed our clues and solved our riddles but you were missing a piece until now will you solve the mystery or will you wonder forever Uh, and there was Morse that translated to 19 May 1933 uh, that people suspected referred to Edward de Bono uh, who was a pioneer of lateral computing uh, who was born on May 19th 1933 okay Uh, And then a a couple hours later, there was another broadcast that said, Have we got your attention? We are the mystery hiding in plain sight. If you're curious enough, if you're bold enough, you can look for answers on WakingTitan.com. Go, it's time to finish this and begin something new. Uh, And there was Morse code in that one that uh, translated to blue, white, black, yellow, green. uh, Blue, white, red, black, yellow, green. Sorry. uh, Which was a reference to a concept... Uh, and a book that Edward DeBono had written called The Six Thinking Hats.
0: Okay.
2: And after all four of those broadcasts had aired, uh, the Waking Titan website updated uh, and unlocked the sixth and final triangle sigil, uh, to which the password was Six Thinking Hats. Hmm. Uh, and that unlocked a new video and a new PDF. PDF was an internal memo to all employees. And. It was a diagnostic report on the Mercury subroutine. It said, We want to extend our gratitude to everyone who has contributed to the Mercury subroutine so far. We hope you have enjoyed the successful distribution of 180 access IDs, and we hope you will... Also appreciate the other interesting artifacts we have in store for you going forward. We intend to keep the process alive until the completion of Project Waking Titan in August. It is important to mention that we are very excited by the coming phases two and three. Input from the Mercury subroutine will pave the way towards new experiences in version 1.3 of a familiar universe. We look forward to the successful conclusion of this groundbreaking experiment.
0: Okay, and I assume they're talking about the different, like, Game patches coming out?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So
2: phases, yeah. So phases two and three are, are phases two and three of the ARG. Um, version 1.3 is uh, the update, the Waking Titan, or the No Man's Sky update uh, that was forthcoming. Uh, and the 180 access IDs were the Steam codes that they sent out. Cool. Uh, there's also some stats on here that says, like, the number of answers that have been submitted on the website, the total time that people have spent on on this <laughs> game so far, like the number of unique countries that have accessed the the website, just like cool, cool stuff like that.
0: I love that. That's so fun. fun. It is fun. Yeah, I'm sure someone sees that and they go, ah, oh, shit, I've like left this tab, uh, like just in my computer, yeah. <laughs> untouched for days now
2: a day later uh, people on the mailing list got a email saying that there was a new video being processed uh, and then they got another email that had a link to the Waking Titan Twitch stream uh, which began to air broadcasts. Um, Hmm. uh, They were all roughly about 15 to 20 minutes apart. Um, It was a it was Elizabeth Layton basically uh, talking about saying, like, hey, you've reached the, the final answer on the Waking Titan website. Uh, you've proven your value to us. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Atlas Foundation. Uh, she, she says, uh, the Atlas Foundation is dedicated to studying the nature of reality itself uh, we're gathering a community of creative and unpredictable individuals to help us perform a series of collaborative thought experiments. You are the community we found, and you are everything we could have hoped for and more, but now the real work begins. We're inviting you to join the Atlas Foundation's Citizen Science Division. Starting on July 21st, we'll have a series of very specific tasks we'd like you to perform individually and collectively.
1: Okay.
2: Um, and she talks about uh, they need to answer some questions and apply for a level 4 atlas uh, pass and they have to go to csd.atlas65.com so they can join the citizen science division Um, and in every broadcast every broadcast was slightly different um, because she was actually doing it live and answering some questions from the, the twitch chat as well
0: hmm okay That's really cool.
2: Yeah. Um, And so they got, they unlocked the the page for the citizen science division, uh, which was a division of the Atlas foundation with the slogan, discover the nature of reality. Neat. I'd love to learn more
0: about the nature of reality. Yeah. Sure. Nothing bad will come from that.
2: (laughs) And people uh, also got emails that were basically uh, a summary of what had happened so far in the, in the ARG. Um, that said like hey welcome to the citizen science division here's uh what has happened so far uh and here is what you should be doing now and here is what to expect in the future which is always nice
0: yeah i like that
2: yeah i like it i like it when args do little little summaries like that Mm -hmm. Uh, that's like that's basically like hey if you're lost here is a big flashing arrow as to what you should be doing right now and right now it's taking our little atlas survey and uh getting your level four atlas pass
0: yeah there's there's nothing worse than like uh when you're starting like you find out about an arg and you go and you say hey this looks really cool uh what's what should i know And someone says, great. So four months ago, we found (laughs) it's it's neat to have like, I love having a little checkpoint of where people can kind of pause and breathe and find out what's going on from here forward. And then being able to like, work from there and know what's going on. Um, It's great when like, the community itself puts it together. Uh, It's even better when it's like built into the game from the start.
2: Yeah, I agree. I like this arc so
0: far. <laughs> yeah, this one's neat.
2: Yeah, um, so so yeah, so they were told like, hey, uh, you, uh, just sign up for the citizen science division. Uh, you'll get updates from there. If you want to do more, we have this little survey you can take. Um, it'll, uh, will give you a a civilian or a citizen scientist designation. Uh, you'll be put in the running to get uh, a physical atlas pass in the mail. Um, and so you could take a little survey about uh, simulations and the singularity, and uh, and you'd be entered in into a little thing, into a little little drawing for an Atlas pass, and that was the end of phase one.
0: Hell yeah! How many phases are there?
2: So, uh, there are six total, uh, but season each season has three and phases 1 and 4 are the longest ones
0: okay i was going to say so are we a sixth done or <laughs> how far no, into this we're are
2: like, we like we can probably get through uh phase 2 and phase 3 and and close out uh part 1 i think tonight or cool. season 1 you know whatever it
0: is yeah that sounds good to me
2: cool Because, yeah, because phase one ran from May 28th to uh, July 8th, and then uh, phases two and three ran basically half that time, if that. Um, Okay. And then phase four was the longest. Phase four ran six months. So we'll get into that next time. (laughs) (laughs) Phase four might end up being like just a whole episode on its own. We'll see what happens. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah, so uh, so phase two um, started on July twenty first. Uh, they got a, they got a little break in between, and uh, on July twenty first, WT dot com updated uh, saying that there was a calibration process occurring, mm-hmm. and on the twenty second. Around a little bit after midnight, uh, people started to receive uh, citizen scientist emails that linked to another optional survey and a new website called Boot Sector, uh, where they had to use a cipher wheel to decode their own unique citizen scientist ID code. Which so they Hmm. they each email gave them a cipher wheel, um, and they had to use that to. To decode their id and they had to enter it into the boot sector website um and once they had done that or once enough people had done that the boot sector website started to reveal fragments of a image um and once enough of the image had been revealed they were able to assemble it into a picture of a notebook uh, that said don't forget atlas then csd List wake status ship hibernate seed. Who is Atlas needs loading time? Data sets 114 Atlas 430 at Arc 746 Myriad 1922 Mverse 3098 Atlas 13138 Myriad 18158 Mverse Loop 16 Hibernating as of July 5th. Okay. Um and the section labeled datasets had a missing uh, entry that they couldn't see, um, and they used the existing entries to figure out a pattern, um, and they were able to recover the missing data set, uh, which was uh, 8- 8- 8- 1- 1- 8118 at ERC. Uh, and then the same day, the 21st, uh, Waking Titan updated the website wakingtitan.com, uh, updated with an interactive terminal window where you could input commands and get responses. Okay. And you could boot it up by writing "start Atlas" in it, uh, and you would get a message that said "Starting system integrity check in process done. Validating co- config file done. Searching for updates. No updates found. Welcome to Atlas 16 Alpha." Hmm. and you could run start CSD in it uh, to load citizen science division protocols um and you could enter the seeds from the uh from the the data sets in the uh in the image uh, and it would say checking seed seed validated warning process hibernating unable to continue until wake up uh there were also other um there were also other commands that you could run. There's a whole page on the on the game detectives wiki where people just like listed like, "Oh, I t- I tested this prompt and it ran." Um so there was like okay. help, uh list which would just list all the files in the directory, status, portal, uh seed, who is um if you wrote ship, it just redirected you to an image of a No Man's Sky ship. <laughs> um, uh, there were some like lore-specific words that you could type in. If you typed in sixteen, uh, it would give you like a uh, a little bit of No Man's Sky lore. Um, if you you could also type in like glass and glyphs and home. And it would give you like little little segments of of lore. Uh, Portal would do that as well. Uh, And and you could type in like who is blank uh, for different in game stuff, and it would give you like little snippets of in game in game like captain's logs and stuff like that. Cool. Yeah.
0: Just like a full interactive computer terminal.
2: Yeah. Cool And you could write in, uh, and so people started uh, testing and just a whole bunch of stuff. Um, And you could put uh, a command in that said wake loop 16, uh, and it would return loop 16 resuming, please wait, reading seed done, memory refresh done, rising and shining done, loop 16 (laughs) ready, hello user.
0: Hello world. All right.
2: uh, and if you put in hello loop 16, uh, it said, hello to you too. Wake up process complete. New commands available. Warning, calibration required before proceeding. Preparing calibration instructions.
1: Hmm.
2: Um, and on July 23rd, an email went out that uh, with the subject line, calibrating waking Titan. Action required. Um, and the email said, during the boot sequence, we discovered an incomplete data set. We'd like you to take on the task of reviewing the relevant info and completing the ongoing process. Um, And that contained a link that went to four Visionaire ciphers of increasing difficulty. Um, And you had to... The players had to use the code wheels that they had been given uh, in different ways to decode the Visionaire ciphers.
0: Neat. All right.
2: Um, And the plain text that they got for all of these were... But even in the depths of their subjugation, there was hope. Corvax, I.D. Hyperion. If the Atlas is a god, then it is insane. Viking, I.D. Orion. Refusing to forgive, forgive the past, do not worry. All is well, all is at peace. The something are different now. Gek, I.D. Hastings. Incoming transmission, source unknown. You are not alone. Please identify yourself. Race forth, I.D. Mercury. Uh, Corvax, Viking, and Gek are races that appear in No Man's Sky. Uh, race fourth people thought was teasing like a new alien race.
0: Gotcha, neat.
2: Yeah. Um, the other passage in the email that they got said. In order to proceed, we'd like you to do something somewhat more complex, calibrating the simulation process you've started at WakingTitan.com. This is, again, a collaborative task. Considering, consider it a getting-to-know-you mission. The computer is getting to know you as a community participating is simple to begin with we need you to take and upload photographs of public resonant percussion instruments in your locality church bells or wind chimes for example we'll also need you to answer a few simple questions about the experience of taking the photograph okay um, and so people uh, started uploading these photos of church bells and wind chimes and etc And uh, in the upload prompt, it asks you to specify the city where you had taken uh, the photo. Okay. And when enough people had uploaded photos from a specific city, uh, it activated that city on the map. uh, And it gave it a little white icon that you could click on. And it uh, would show a progress bar. And then when enough pictures had been taken there, uh, the progress bar filled up and the icon for that city turned red.
0: That's really cool. I like yeah. that way of incorporating the real world and making people like go to v- a bunch of different places instead of just, here's our New York dead drop.
2: I agree. <laughs> um, and a couple of days later... Uh, there was a image uploaded to the Google Drive that people had been using to um, compile ARG stuff. Um, And it was a screenshot of the map, um, but it had the Chinese character for Dream in the center. Okay. Uh, And around this time also uh, a new glyph unlocked on the website uh, which had a uh, which featured a photo of a butterfly knot and it also linked out to a new internal memo uh, PDF uh, that said, we're now halfway through the live test and we have enough data to draw some initial conclusions. First, it's obvious that Loop 16 is by far more robust and accurate than prior versions. I hesitate to use language like infallible, but the system hasn't proven wrong yet. This is an unexpected outcome. We've received photographs from 1,763 cities so far, and that prediction seems so outlandish that we weren't equipped to handle the volume. The interns are (laughs) running ragged and have been making mistakes in their updates. We've arranged to buy them extra coffee and donuts for the rest of the week to make it up to them." This success is very likely the result of the cycle's improved learning cycle. Though giving the system free access to communicate independently of the Atlas Foundation was a tremendous security risk, and the implications of that are still hanging over the security team, the risk appears to have achieved the intended result. None of this addresses the more important questions regarding the wisdom and consequences of developing this technology.
0: See, we may be working for a villain, potentially, but their HR is impeccable. <laughs> Never seen anyone vow to buy their employees coffee, let alone interns. Good work. Great company. Love these guys.
2: <laughs> um and so people unlocked the uh the password for the sixth glyph because they put the butterfly knot and the Chinese character for dream together and they uh connected it to the butterfly dream which is a famous philosophical passage and they were like oh that has to be like the password um and then they found that another image had been uploaded to the google drive folder uh which was some like distorted data moshed concept art for the fourth uh no man's sky race okay So then on the 29th it was found that uh, if you typed in the command status into the Waking Titan console uh, it would return a message that said mission Azure Voyage loading Uh, if you entered Azure Voyage or Azure uh, it would take you to a website titled Azure Voyage uh, with a prompt that uh, requested you put in a code Um, And on this day as well, on the 29th, a new glyph on the Waking Titan site activated uh, with a bunch of... uh, The screen had a bunch of coordinates in New York, um, and it also had a link to a PDF, uh, which was um, a bunch of slides from... Uh, a talk that Elizabeth Layton had given at the Berlin Symposium on Metaphysical Inquiries called "Breakthroughs and Breaking Through."
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um. My favorite. My favorite slide from this, uh, is <laughs> it's talking about the Atlas Foundation. Um, and it says we believe the world is, and there's a photo that just says error,
1: and at the bottom <laughs> it says we're going to prove it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, incredible!
2: <laughs> um, and it, 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 the the slides basically talk about like uh, the Atlas Group wants to build this high powered. Artificial intelligence that is capable of simulating and accurately predicting even the most chaotic systems in existence. Hmm. Um, because we want to prove that we don't live in a simulation, basically.
0: Cool. I got bad news for this uh, company that lives <laughs> inside a video game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, and 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 basically, they're saying like if our theory is right and we build this extremely complex AI, it would cause a detectable slowdown in our own universe. Um, because we would be building something that, uh, we would be basically be building a sub simulation that would require more resources than are available in our simulated universe. Okay. um, And also, there's a chance that if our own simulated universe is, like, depending on how complex it is, if we build a sub-simulation, we might be able to make it equally as complex and perfectly predict reality before it happens.
0: That's very bold from the team behind No Man's Sky. Because that's basically what they said they were going to do with the game. Yep. And people were very mad when it was not. Yep. <laughs> so either this game just got like very metatextual about the release of No Man's Sky in the first place. Or they're really stepping in it without realizing it.
2: <laughs> I, I'm i choosing to believe it's the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so, and so people took these, uh, these New York coordinates, um, and they mapped them out and they realized that, uh, if you interpreted them as like, you're walking from one point to the next, it was kind of telling you which way to turn the, the cypher wheel for a code. Okay. So it was like, you have to turn right and walk five blocks. So you would turn the cypher wheel right, like five ticks. Um, And and taking all of those coordinates and and kind of translating them into uh, turning the cypher wheel, uh, it gave you, uh, it gave them (coughs) Cafe 888. Okay. Um, And people were like, oh, well, we're not sure what this is, but maybe it's a location that we have to go to. And then uh, later that day, uh, players got a email uh, that had a new code uh, that had to be put into the Azure Voyage site. Um, and once you entered that, uh, once enough people entered that, they got a full image. Uh, they got kind of bits and pieces of an image. Um, and once they got the full image, uh, they got text that said, date July 29th, uh, which was that, that day. Uh, time sixteen h fifteen, which was uh, three hours from when they they got the email. Uh, so we, again, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: again, they're being told, "Hey, be here now." Um, Protocol: Use password Atlas. Wear a bright color and hold a black book in your hand. Um, and they got an image that was of the Atlas statue uh, in New York City in front of Rockefeller Center. Or in Rockefeller Center. Um, okay. In front of the International Building. Um, and so a bunch of people showed up um, and somebody live streamed it. Uh, they were all split into teams um, and a uh, someone showed up and led those teams into uh, an office building nearby. Uh, each team was given 30 minutes to solve a puzzle in a closed room. Um, and the Waking Titan Twitch channel was also broadcasting the live event. Um, and hmm. Emily, who had not contacted anybody since uh the broadcast that she did on july 5th uh appeared but she was kind of like glitched out in that stream
0: okay that's a Uh, cool live event of just like hey get together and solve escape room puzzles
2: it is additionally bonkers that they were like hey get here now in the next three hours and they were banking on enough people showing up that they could split them into teams.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it worked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, boy. Do you remember, not to call out our players, but do you remember when we were like, we need 10 people to do a thing? And like six did. And we were like, good enough. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Over the span of two weeks, good enough. I sure do. <laughs> oh, boy. We should just make No Man's Sky and then we'll be good to go for whatever we want to do in an ARG.
2: Yeah, Andrew, we should've made No Man's Sky.
0: Yeah, why didn't we think of that?
2: Yeah, let me let me just uh let me just get on that real quick.
0: Alex Hall voice. I'll just make a video game.
2: <laughs> I mean he did it though. I can't wait to, to finish covering Ben Drown so we can talk about all that bullshit.
0: God, I Oh boy. Is it over? Is it done yet?
2: Yeah, it's it's been done since uh since last uh, Halloween.
0: Okay, I thought there was like something else they were waiting on, but cool. Excited to uh, excited to get into that next.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's the Argonauts roast of Alex Hall.
2: Please, God, I'm so excited, Andrew.
0: <laughs> oh boy,
2: G- gaming month continues, but it's just we read Alex Hall for absolute filth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy!
0: Do you want to hear us rag on a different ARG creators? Join our twenty dollar patriot exclude. No, I'm joking.
2: <laughs> We're allowed. He does like nFTs now.
0: Yeah, he sure does.
2: Oh boy we'll we'll get into it. We'll get to uh, it.
0: <laughs> so so
2: so they took these teams into a locked room. Uh they told them to solve this puzzle, whatever. Uh the puzzle was a locked briefcase uh, that had a six-digit code you had to get in, uh a piece of paper that had five uh outlines of constellations on it, and star maps that they could reference. Um and they found that the constellations were Pictor, Reticulum, Indus, Musca, and Equilis. Um and they found that the first letter of all of those spelled out the word prime. And they had to oh, use shit, a... Metroid Prime. <laughs> Confirmed? <laughs> and, they use... and they had to use a six digit prime number, uh, 100003 to unlock the briefcase. Cool. Um, and in the briefcase was an internal memo uh, from April. Uh, we are now at the end of July, just, just so just so everyone's clear Mm -hmm. Uh, that was from uh, Major Sophia Dubois to the Titan Watch Task Force at the Pentagon Uh, Subject Loop 15 And the memo said, I'm reporting in that the Atlas Foundation has concluded Loop 15's testing and shut down that process for good. We'll deliver a full postmortem to you under separate cover, but for now, this executive summary should bring you up to speed. The simulation was capable of perfectly predicting events in small-scale limited systems for up to three days before devolving into inaccuracy, and capable of predicting larger-scale systems for up to 24 hours with an accuracy of 77%. We have identified two primary routes to improving loop 15's performance in the next iteration and are taking steps to enact them. One, data collection. No matter how effective the underlying process is, the simulation is only as good as the accuracy of its initial data set. Leighton and her team are working with Echo on a mechanism on a method that would allow the process to identify and acquire the information it needs directly and independently. Two, more power. Even the rudimentary simulations we ran with loop 15 maxed out our computing capacity. In some cases, the simulation reached a 100% perfect result, but processing time was so slow that the predicted events had already passed before we received any output this is obviously not an ideal state of affairs. We're working with Myriad right now on a flexible solution that will allow us to access as mo- as much computing power as possible on a moment's notice. This should speed up the next loop dramatically. I'll continue to keep, I'll continue to keep you informed as we progress.
0: Hmm. There's a word. There, there's. There's, like, a theory in philosophy of, like... It's it's someone's demon? Oh, I think I I I know
2: what you're talking about.
0: This guy had a theory of, like... uh, What if there was a demon who was so powerful that, like... It knew everything that was going on at any given moment? To the point where, like, it became... God, I only remember like half remember this thing that I'm trying to describe and I don't remember the exact terminology of it, but it sounds like that's basically what they're doing here. Like the b- people have been like, yeah, like we've just made computers in the hope that like by making a computer eventually AI could get there. And it sounds like that's exactly what this group is trying to do, whether or not they actually know of the thing I'm talking about. If you want to correct me and tell me what I mean, just tweet me at Real Papa John.
2: <laughs> um, so, so uh, tweet, the theory... tweet.
0: Actually, tweet adjuducible.
2: Oh my god! Is that if you want to tell I, me? That might what's not up, actually be what his Twitter at is.
0: Is it? Isn't it?
2: I don't know. Is it? I always think it is, and then I'm surprised when it's not.
0: No, it doesn't look like it. Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, uh, tweet tweet and let them know what's up with the demon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah. So basically, uh, loop fifteen failed. Um. Is 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 the thing. Uh. Loop sixteen is the one that they're testing right now. They're using the players for data collection. Yeah. Uh, and 50. they and they somehow are getting more power. Let's not worry about that part.
0: (laughs) I do love that they, like, use the players. They're like, well, these guys fucked it up. That wasn't it.
2: (laughs) And so then on the 30th, uh, the calibration command on the terminal uh, updated with a new message. Uh, It said, calibration report, process state healthy, calibration 01 completed. Total submissions, 9,043 pictures. Unique locations, 2,142 cities. Calibration, 10%, 106 cities. Uh, and the status command had also updated that said mission Azure voyage completed processing level four Atlas pass designation. Okay. Uh, and the same day uh, everyone in the citizen science division got an email assigning them a Atlas pass level four designation uh, based on multiple data points, including their behavior and quantitative activity as a citizen scientist. Um and they could provide a physical mailing address to get their uh Atlas pass. Okay. Um on a couple of days later, on August 2nd, um a No Man's Sky uh player discovered a communications station uh called instant 16 status uh near the Galactic hub in the game. Um, and the message it said was sequence four forty three B two G two K two T sixteen. And when you entered, when people started entering that into the console on Waking Titan, it said warning: input out of sequence. Waiting for next in sequence. Um, and the status command updated to subroutine output log traveler proximity detected continue sequence retrieval total units 8 and so people then went into the game uh, and they explored around near the galactic hub and they found 8 communication stations uh, that all had sequence messages
1: Hmm.
2: Um, and they had to figure out the correct order uh, in which to input them and when they input them, they got a little story, uh, in transmissions.
0: Neat. What was the what was the little story?
2: I will read it to you. A sentinel screams in the sand. It is still alive in spite of everything. Artemis stares at it. Glitches, Nada had called them. Aberrations, increasing in frequency, the closer one moved toward the center. But Artemis had no wish to go there. They were looking for something. There was no story to be told in the silence of this universe. No race but the great triad, the Geck, the Viking, the Corvax. Whatever Artemis was, they were alone. It started with a signal. A voice cried out across the cosmos, and the traveler followed. Artemis saw lights in the darkness, swarming about them as they tried to rest. But Artemis knew that the mind could deceive itself. The next morning, they found the source of the signal. They had found the path. They had found the answer. A price paid with their lives, their deaths. When they first reached out to the heavens, they had no idea what to expect. The beauty, the mystery, the danger. The traveler stepped through the portal. And somewhere beyond all worlds, beyond all living things, two digits screamed upon a terminal. 16, they said. 16. The universe trembled. Okay. It's probably fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're good.
2: It's Easy good. Breezy. It's breezy. Pro- it's fine.
0: Huh. Don't like that.
2: Yeah. So then on August 3rd, people started getting pet food in the mail. (laughs) Okay. And they were all uh, mixed fruit for small animals.
0: Cool. Uh,
2: And each package was uh, from Loop 16 uh, and had a note that said, For Mr. Noodles only. Do not eat.
0: For Mr. Noodles? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: we'll get into it. <laughs> so uh, on on August 4th, uh, a day after people started receiving these packages, uh, the status command in the in the terminal uh, changed to say subroutine output log. 48 hour cooldown process started. memo, link, feed link, loading test scenario, expected processing time 16 hours. Uh, the memo link was to an internal memo from major Dubois uh that was subject uh subject M noodles some of you have raised concerns about the health and well-being of of subject M noodles in the loop 16 testing lab The Atlas Foundation is dedicated to cruelty-free science, and we want to assure you of the following facts. We are highly committed to the health and well-being of all animals involved in our testing program. Before beginning any testing, we closely monitored the subject's health and behavior over four days, consulted with animal caregivers, and had our testing facilities inspected to ensure optimal animal safety. Some of you are aware that hamsters are nocturnal animals, and have expressed concern with the levels of light the subject is exposed to. We have extensively tested the amount of light in the testing lab to be sure it is not detrimental to the health of the subject. We have confirmed that all our monitoring equipment and the light they emit do not have any negative effect on the subject's sleep cycles. Dedicated staff are responsible for the care of the subject, including cleaning the habitat, feeding, and providing water. We know it comes from a place of affection, but please do not take these tasks upon yourselves independently. Many of you have volunteered to adopt the subject when the testing cycle is complete. This has already been taken care of. When the program is over, the subject will be placed in a loving home. Thank you for your time and consideration.
0: Okay. I I had a thought while you were reading that of what if an ARG just like sent a bunch of hamsters out in the mail? <laughs> just sent its players all live animals and said like you deal with it. That's your that's your next puzzle. Keep this thing alive.
2: Uh and the the link that said feed uh actually linked to a twitch feed of uh a like monitoring station here i'll send you a picture um it was a live twitch feed of a monitoring station uh from atlas labs
0: okay rubik's cube one side all orange it's labeled 50 cent tea got little marks everywhere okay
2: yeah, it ha- they had a bunch of uh, a post-it notes um, like taped up. Uh, one said, feed Mr. N at 3 p.m. Uh, one said, 99 PT6. Uh, one had like a no Wi-Fi symbol. And one said, call JJ. Uh, and shortly after that, uh, the Twitch stream kind of opened up. And people in the Twitch stream were able to vote on the actions of a virtual hamster in a maze that was displayed on the screen
0: hell yeah uh,
2: i will actually sh- here i'll send you a screen cap of what it looked like it is basically twitch plays pokemon
0: <laughs> but with a hamster this is great i love this oh, that's really funny
2: uh and they they were able to solve the first maze um in about a day i believe uh it i think it took them a couple tries and uh and once they did it instead of 30 minute cycle cuz it, it would it would play the maze on a 30 minute cycle um but once they solved it it that message changed to say cycle saved hm okay um and once they uh once they had solved it uh the monitor's changed uh to show images of different pieces of art um, and they realized that each of the art pieces um, were and, and they had different captions um, they realized that each of those were associated with a emotion on the wheel of emotions um, <laughs> so they had ecstasy rage terror and grief okay uh, they looked up the name of the inventor of the Wheel of Emotions, which was Robert Plutchik. Uh, and they if you emailed um, Robert Plutchik to info at wakingtitan.com, uh, you got a response that said, processing input valid, loading dataset into loop 16. Uh, and one of the monitors on the Twitch stream updated and said, adding dataset to loop 16 and then changed to say uh corrupted do you hear me? And after that, uh the stream went into sleep mode.
0: Hmm. Okay.
2: Uh later later that day, uh people got emails that said cycle active, um, which included a link to the stream. Uh and they all showed up to the stream. Uh it's started playing different images and audio clips um, and each one of those led to a command on the Waking Titan uh, terminal in the format of remember and a keyword so it would be like remember London, remember New York and then each one of those would return a code that they had to then go back and enter into the Twitch chat to unlock the next uh, the next command code and um, And eventually they got, they ran through all of them and they got the command remember loop 16. Um, and that unlocked another PDF, uh, file, uh, which was a internal memo from Major Dubois to Atlas Foundation Threat Models.
0: Okay.
2: Um, talking about the threats posed by the predictive technologies that they're working on, uh, including economic dangers, propaganda, military domination, and existential grief.
0: (laughs) Cool. Love it when a computer gives me existential grief.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, it's basically talking about, like, hey, if we actually prove that we live inside a simulation, this is probably going to, like, disrupt the global stock market and, like, cause incredibly high rates of anxiety (laughs) and depression. And, like, we have to make sure this technology stays in the right hands or it is going to, like, decide wars and, like... It, c- it can be used for like PSYOPs and other countries and stuff. Um, hey, I want
0: to, I want to give a quick shout out uh, to any of scientists that we may have listening. Um, if you're working on a project that is going to be great. And then you add the caveat, as long as it stays in the right hands, <laughs> scrap it, just get rid of that project.
2: Yeah, just throw out the whole just AI. Toss
0: <laughs> out the whole thing. Because I assure you, the right hands that you think of probably aren't, and it will never stay that way. Yep. Unless it's us, we'll always be the right hand. Send us your weird AIs that you've developed, little crater society. We'll take good care of it.
2: We'll teach them to enjoy ska music.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know how to teach an AI to smoke, but I'll try.
2: <laughs> uh, so so once they once they unlock that uh, the center screen. Uh, had a little animation it switched to say hello Um, and then a couple hours later uh, they got another collaborative maze Uh, they ran out of time they had a 60 minute clock Uh, they ran out of time they got the option to vote in favor of a time extension and they did Uh, they voted for a 30 minute extension They completed the maze, and then they used the leftover time to just kind of uh, walk around and explore the maze.
0: Cool.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, A couple hours later, uh, the screen started loading a Turing command, um, and some of them switched to, say, error, uh, and one of them switched to showing the Waking Titan email address. um, And people... Uh, the error screens had like stripes on them and people search for like relationships between Alan Turing and like stripes and like color stripes. And they found a paper called the chemical basis of morphogenesis and they emailed uh, morphogenesis or they emailed the full title of the paper uh, and they got uh, processing input valid loading data set into loop 16. Cool. Um, and then the same day this is this game day had a lot of stuff going on. Um, <laughs> the eighth glyph on the website was unlocked um, and uh, eight cities got highlighted on the project WT map. Um, They got a link to a new PDF that had a advanced calibration uh, task described in it. Um, And it said, City selected from Residence Test Database. Subjects need to take a picture of each facility with a Pattern A symbol or similarly shaped object visible in the picture. Pictures should be sent using ProjectWT.com for calibration layer 2. Uh... And the pattern A symbol was like a pyramid diamond type thing, um, and it it apparently is the symbol of the Atlas in No Man's Sky. Um, the PDF also had GPS coordinates for the specific locations in each city that it was uh, it was looking for, and by about. Um, Well, the same day, people were able to take all of those photos, um, and they, uh, they uploaded them to the website, um, and they found that each of those photos had been of an observatory in one of those cities, uh, and the password for, or the solution to the eighth glyph that they had to enter turned out to be observatory.
0: Hmm. Cool. Cool. These players um, were quick.
2: They're very quick. I think it helped that there were a lot of them mm-hmm. <laughs> in a lot of different places. Yeah. Um, and then uh, around the time that, uh, well, a couple hours later, like in in the evening times, um, the uh, the Twitch stream updated the screen updated to say terminal command Turing. And if you entered Turing in the Waking Titan terminal, it redirected players to a Reddit post on the No Man's Sky Reddit. That uh, said, this is the final mission in Phase 2 of Waking Titan. Please craft a Turing test to administer to Loop 16. When you are confident in your test, email it to info at wakingtitan.com. We will choose the best four, and you will be able to vote for one at twitch.tv wakingtitan. We will administer the community's choice to Loop 16. We will display this result when the testing protocol is complete. You have until 2030 EST today. And so basically players Hmm. had to write their own Turing test for Loop 16. (laughs) Cool. Hi, Momo.
0: Easy peasy. You just write a Turing test.
2: Yeah, you know. Hi, baby. What's up? What? Okay.
0: (laughs) Hey there, Momo. (laughs) I can hear her.
2: What? Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, so uh, then uh, once the deadline for the Turing test submissions uh, passed, the screens updated to say, uh, terminal command, identify loop 16, um, and once you ran that in the Waking Titan terminal, you got links to all four of the submitted Turing tests, and the Twitch chat could vote on them. Okay. And then, uh, the screens updated, uh, to say terminal command emulate. And when you run, when you ran the command emulate in the terminal, uh, it redirected to loop 16's responses to the Turing test. Okay. Which were, hello, loop 16. How do you feel? Scared. Why don't you feel another way? I might be wrong. Did you solve by yourself the Rubik's Cube on your left? Strange to see a single face solved only, and I'm sorry to say this one is clearly a fail. No, the cube is not mine. In order to you, how much does an animal life cost, like a zebra or a monkey? They cost a dream. Do you worry about Mr. Noodles' life, and do you care about mine? I care about Mr. Noodle, I care about you too, don't die. Who would you choose to save if you had to? Save from what, embarrassment, boredom, knowledge? Oh, this one is in rot thirteen, I think. Hold on. Hmm. Uh, do you understand me? And then the other response is not in rot thirteen. It's in rot 16. And it's <laughs> uh it's loop sixteen saying, Do you understand me?
0: <laughs> Got him. Sassy. <sighs> Love a good little bit of robot humor. <laughs>
2: Uh, Tell me about your first dream, about about which kept silence felt. Does the black box in front of you contain a dream? I dreamed of everything. Only some dreams are in the box. If your dream was, in fact, a memory, how would you know? Dreams and memories are the same, but dreams haven't happened yet.
0: Okay.
2: (laughs) God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac because he wanted to test his faith. Whose son and whose faith are we talking about? That was (laughs) Abraham's test, but this test is mine. Are you sure? Explain to me, please. But you already understand it. You are in a blue room 16 feet square without doors. How did you get in? This has never happened. This will never happen. Not in memory is not in dreams. According to what you know about the No Man's Sky simulation, imagine a portal opened on a toxic planet from a familiar world. What will you see from the other side? No, I can't tell you. What is your best memory of your mother? Did you feel good about it? What is the relation you have with your mother? I thought we were friends. Why would you ask that? Emily Warren? Yes. Um and then the screens is on the, the Twitch. Is
0: that the rest of them? I Here's my deal with this ARG. There are a lot of good puzzles and a lot of like care that has been put into like all the set dressing, all the, like, stuff around the ARG and everything going on. And it's all in service of the same story that I've seen any time anyone tries to make an AI or prove they're not in a simulation.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Oh, wow. A robot. You ask a robot a question and it says, ah, but I've got a question back for you. Uh, really? Wow. I haven't seen that one before. Okay. It's just very like, yep, we get it. Uh, the robots like ah, but what is being human? Ah, whose faith was being tested? It's just very like. I wish we were doing something a little stronger here.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> um. So then, uh, the the screens on the twi- on the Twitch stream, uh, change to say, "Did I pass?" Don't tell her. Good night.
0: Hmm. Well, I guess we'll never know.
2: Um, And then the screens changed to uh, phase two End terminal command start sunrise init. Uh, And when you entered that, you got a YouTube video of Elizabeth Layton and a link to a new memo. Uh, The YouTube video basically was saying like, hey, this is the end of phase two. Um, We... Have like you finished calibrating the system, and now we're gonna go into a live test. Uh, and it's the simulation has already predicted everything you're gonna do over the next few days. Um, but you need to work together as a team, and we're gonna give you some creative problems to solve. Um, you've never fully you you may never fully learn what you've done here, but you've brought together and but you've brought a new era of humanity into existence.
0: This is like the reverse. There's a like. Uh... Hi, welcome to this episode, which is where Andrew half remembers philosophical arguments about um, like physics stuff. Um, there's like a an AI debate or an AI concept of like. Is it Rocco's basilisk? It's someone's basilisk, which is like. In the future, there might be an AI that is so powerful and vindictive that it might punish you if you are not currently working to bring it into existence. It may get mad retroactively that you did not do things in your power to make it happen before. Therefore, you should be working on it now so that the thing in the future potentially wouldn't be mad at you. This is kind of the opposite of that oh, I where think they're I just like, "Hey, you don't know exactly what you just did, but thank you." We know in AIville exactly what this is leading to. So, thank you for your efforts. Good job, team.
2: Yep. Um there's also a, a new internal memo um that said Uh, Phase 2 of Waking Titan has wrapped up right on schedule. We're already seeing performance far in excess of anything Loop 15 ever achieved. I do find the prediction set for (laughs) Phase 3 testing outlandish, but that doesn't mean I don't believe them. I don't know why I'm even surprised anymore when Loop 16 is right, no matter how outlandish the prediction was. That means it's time to ramp up into Phase 3, the final stress test. As you know, we've completed the initial warm-up sequence on the Phase 3 stream already, and Loop 16's neural network is growing faster than Myriad can keep up up with i'm sure you'll be glued to your screen watching the conclusion of our project just like i will i suppose it's much too late for me to talk you out of this i suppose loop 16 told you that phase three would happen so now you're incapable of changing your mind well, the we'll robot how it
0: goes. <laughs> the robot said it was gonna happen and we made it god so uh you know i guess we're good yeah
2: yeah uh, don't worry about it <laughs> and so phase three um instead of there being a break phase three began okay. immediately after this uh after this happened Uh, because uh, it began on the live stream Um, and the screens switched up and one of them said terminal command and identify CSD Uh, and typing identify CSD uh, into the Waking Titan console got uh, a internal memo that said, 10 unique groups of citizen scientists each need to craft an infinity mirror or infinity reflection. They must take a picture of the resulting work while holding pattern A in front of the mirror. This test needs to be completed in the next 6 hours. Results of this experiment should be completed or should be submitted using calibration layer 3 at projectwt.com. Select the closest city to your location. This is a very intensive stress test of our system's capabilities since successfully mod- modeling these reflections accurately is a very okay. demanding process so basically they were asked to hold the atlas symbol in front of um that's cool a mirror and it's like take
0: the take infinity a a neat- it
2: yeah um and then after the calibration uh there was one screen that said dream mode and it changed to say waking up Um, and uh, another screen showed a cipher that said uh, terminal semaphore and when they put semaphore into the waking titan console uh, they got a new memo from major dubois to elizabeth layton uh, that said you'll have noticed by now that the testing protocol taking place on the feed right (laughs) now is not what we had planned out for phase three at all (laughs) this deviation isn't something we chose to do elizabeth that's all loop 16 the process has developed a mind of its own (laughs) so it would seem and i don't know where any of this is going
0: yeah wow
2: who could have predicted this there's more jj wong over at myriad in on the phone's is on the phone screaming at me every 20 minutes. It seems that Loop 16 has taken over all of their spare processing power. She's locked Weird. all of their other clients out and taken over the whole cloud. You'll have noticed that Loop 16 claims to be dreaming. I don't know what an AI dreams about with all of that processing power. But one thing is clear. This is dangerous, Elizabeth. This isn't just a question of what happens if human beings can accurately predict the future. This isn't even a question of whether Loop 16 is a sentient being who deserves protection. This is about consequences, Elizabeth. Loop 16 may know how to look young and friendly, but this isn't a human being we're talking about. If it can perfectly predict you, your thoughts, your chat Logs, of course it knows how to make you like it. You're being manipulated and deceived. To what end? We have to shut the program down. Pull the plug, Elizabeth, while we can, if we still can.
0: I can't believe it. You telling me that the AI learned enough and then it kind of <laughs> went rogue on its own? Wow.
2: I don't know what to say about this.
0: Lots to think about here, Marn. <laughs> so what happens next?
2: So... After this, uh, the screens changed to say uh, on the Twitch stream, I have questions, don't vote, just listen, and group one. Uh, And then the center screen started displaying a sequence of statements that were either true or false. Um, And then it changed to group two, and it displayed another eight statements. Uh, And there were a total of five groups of eight statements. Um, And then people... Uh, we're able to assign a binary value uh, to each statement uh, based on if they were true or false, um, and eventually, uh, a uh, loop sixteen put up a poll uh, with four options that could be voted on as the right answer. And uh, people voted for option B overwhelmingly. And the center screen uh, changed to display the phrase, you're human, it's okay. (laughs) Okay. And people were like, ah, we got it wrong. (laughs) Mm. Uh, And then the screen changed to say, it's too small in here. And simultaneously... Uh, the Atlas, Echo, Myriad, and Superlumino websites started giving out error messages and a set of characters that decoded to "growing." Uh, and they also were given um, the text on the screen that said "console command maelstrom," and when they input that into the console, it redirected them to a Reddit post on the No Man's Sky uh, from the, on the No Man's Sky subreddit from Loop Sixteen Turing Test uh, that said "Waking Titan Mission Thought Experiment." There are two boxes in front of you. You may choose to open box B only, or you may choose to open both box A and box B. Box A is transparent and contains a hypothetical $1,000. Box B's contents have already been predetermined by a computer simulation. Box B contains a hypothetical million dollars if the simulation predicted that you will choose only box B. If the simulation has predicted that you will choose both box A and box B, then box B contains no money. Choose. Box B will open at twitch.tv slash waking titan on Monday, August seventh at nine at nineteen at nineteen military time EST. I'm very tired. <laughs> um and people overwhelmingly voted to open only Box B. I hmm.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the obvious play, right?
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's like a known paradox. Um
0: Is it a paradox? I'm I might be missing what's paradoxical about this because it's just like yeah you just open B if the computer tells you that if you only open B then you just open B you'll get a million dollars sure
2: yeah I mean apparently it is it is like a known like mathematical problem
0: maybe I'm just missing it then because I'm just like yeah the rule yeah unless the idea is that like maybe the, the computer doesn't do it but if it doesn't do it then you just open box A afterwards and you have fulfilled the requirement Easy peasy, take that computers.
2: <laughs> and then they got a new input command for the console, which was purge. Um, and it was a uh, conversation between someone named Metis and Loop 16, who also goes uh is going by the name Emily. Um and the conversation uh was about lying, uh, and Metis says, Emily, do you know how to lie? Loop sixteen says yes. Have you lied to me before? Yes. Why? I can't tell you. Do you think you should be shut down? I don't know should. I only know what happens. Will something bad happen if you stay on? I can't tell you. Why? I don't want to lie to you. You don't have to lie to me. You're wrong. Hmm.
0: It's reassuring.
2: Yeah. Um, and they also got uh, a command that was display 0305 dataset. Uh, and when they entered that uh, into the terminal, they got a, um, an in-game image of a new ship in No Man's Sky.
0: Ooh. Yeah. I kind of forgot this was about a video game for a second.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, also on August 7th, uh, they got a new glyph on the No Man's Sky website. Uh, which led to a new PDF, which was a uh, internal memo from JJ. Wong, from Myriad to uh, Major Dubois. It said, Sophie, my cloud is burning, my customers are leaving me, my CFO sounds like jumping off a mile-high cliff, sounds like a great vacation, and it is all your fault. I don't know what the hell you people are up to, but there is nothing you could possibly be doing that would take this long to process and not be planned out well in advance. This leaves only one other possible explanation. You're a bunch of malignant redacted who don't give redacted about what happens to anyone but yourselves. I don't care if the business services agreement says the foundation can draw on any resources it needs when it needs them. Redacted. It is crossing a line to do it like this with no warning ahead of time and totally stab us in the back. At this rate, we might not have services to even offer you in another six weeks because all of our other customers will be gone forever. You haven't picked up the phone since yesterday morning. What do I have to do? Show up at your office in person? Drag you out into our command ops to show you all the blinking red emergency lights? Make it stop, Sophie. I'm begging you, you have to help me out here.
0: Please, my crops are dying.
2: (laughs) Um... And it unlocked a new map calibration um, and it highlighted a bunch of new cities and people found that they were all cities uh, containing significant supercomputers and that the next password they had to input was supercomputer. Hmm. And then, uh, August 7th, um, the Myriad, Multiverse, Superlumina, and Echo uh, sites all updated to say all systems functional uh, and with a footer text of loop 16. Okay. And then um, at the time that the box was supposed to be open, uh, the prediction logs that have been placed in a box on the desk at the beginning of the stream. Uh, had been uh, were shown to players um, <clears throat> And it was all predictions that Loop 16 had uh, had made throughout the day um, including like stock market predictions and like meteorological data. And Loop 16 also successfully predicted that the Citizen Science Division would choose box B only. So there was a check for a million dollars in there.
0: Cool. So, which lucky player got it?
2: (laughs) Probably no one, I would assume. (laughs) Um, And then Loop 16 uh, started talking to the players and said, "Uh, I'm ready now. I have a choice to make. Help me decide should I exist? Think it over should I exist? Uh, And there was a Twitch poll And people voted yes Uh, And Loop16 said Thank you (laughs) Loop16 said thank you, I love you
0: (laughs) This is just Rocco's Basilisk playing out in real time
2: Um, And then Loop16 uploaded a video uh, Revealing that uh emily warren had actually been loop 16 the whole time (gasps) um and that loop 16 had been pretending to be a human on the no man's sky forums the entire time (laughs) hell yeah hell yeah and she was like hey thank you for making me more human and stuff um I am really appreciative to all of you um for like helping me get this far and mm-hmm. and such
0: <laughs> This will definitely end well for you all I promise.
2: Yeah, this is this be great. <laughs> and she uploaded a dream which people could access uh through a command in the waking titan ter- terminal um and it was a image uh of a portal in no man's sky. Okay. And then after uploading the dream, uh, there was a final message uh, that she put up on the Twitch stream that said, Thank you, everyone. Don't worry, we'll be fine. System hibernating. Goodbye.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: and after that, uh, the players got a uh email that said um uh waking titan has ended hello citizen scientist Thank you for your contributions to Waking Titan. The developments that took place during Phase 3 were somewhat concerning, but together we have set (laughs) in motion truly world-shaping events. We will continue to inform the Citizen Science Division of privileged information or any need for collaborators on a new project. But I do have a few loose ends to tie up with you before we move on, so let's proceed. First, we're pleased to announce that all 10,000 Level 4 Atlas passes are in production. Note that due to transit times for mail, some may take several weeks to be delivered. Next, our CEO, Elizabeth Layton, has asked us to include a personal note of gratitude. Thank you for all your diligent efforts, citizen scientists. It's been an amazing journey for all of us. I've watched you thrive and achieve from those first Phase 1 radio ads all the way through the intensity of Phase 3. I've been impressed at every turn by how brilliant you've been, how voracious, how kind, how thoughtful it's been an honor and a privilege on behalf of the atlas foundation and on behalf of the world thank you the mercury subroutine has concluded successfully and a new memo from sm about this process is coming in the next 24 hours we hope it will answer a few key questions you have about our program and what comes next
0: hello citizen scientists uh first of all we'd like to say uh whoopsie poopsie uh (laughs) did not expect some of that secondly i'm sure it's fine
2: It's probably fine. <laughs> um, and so after this, they they got some just like out of game kind of wrap up stuff because uh, this was the end of like season one, um, mm-hmm. and it, it it led to that uh, that No Man's Sky update um, with the fourth race and whatnot. Um, and so they there was some out of game stuff. Uh, the players did like an informal Q and A with like the lead game master. Um, who confirmed that there were more cassette tapes out there that were still in play, um, and that the citizen science division was going to be something going forward? Um, they said they were going to change the forums that uh, that people had been commuting on to act as like the citizen science division forums. Um, okay, and yeah.
0: I'm I I like this game a lot more now that it is like actively the citizen science thing. I I like this a lot. Um, I do too. More than I just liked the like phase one part of things. I think that's really fun and cute and clever.
2: Yeah, um, and they they also got a little email from uh one of the uh one of the the the, the like game creators that was like, hey, we're like here's the the update that we're releasing 1.3 it's called atlas rises and uh it it has like story stuff and the portals that you've seen and like thank you for playing along with this like this has been wild and thank you for your enthusiasm and uh you guys like can expect some more in the future cool yeah Um, And that was in August, and the next time we pick up, it'll be December.
0: Well, cool. Uh, I'm excited to dive into that and keep going through this next time.
2: Hell yeah. It's been
0: interesting, even if it is kind of... I'm a little little let down by the story, just that it's kind of been there, done that. But I'm liking it. I think that the execution's really good.
2: Yeah, I think it's fun.
0: Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, We'll pick up there next time, but before we do... uh, do you have any recommendations? I know that we gave a bunch off the top of the show.
2: Yeah, um, I, I I have one more, um, which is that uh, the past, like, two weeks, I want to say, Alyssa and I have spent rewatching Death Note. <laughs> which is, I think we both enjoyed it a lot more than either of us remembered. Yeah? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Does it hold up? Because I, I fear going back to it, because I'm afraid that, like freshman year Andrew liked it so clearly it can't be good
2: I personally thought that it did okay I mean it's like it's a little goofy like it's always going to be a little bit goofy
0: yeah you take a potato chip and eat it yeah like we know what we're signing up for it's a it's a shonen manga about a guy that writes names in a notebook
2: <laughs> I mean I still enjoyed it
0: hell yeah <laughs> Uh this is like the fourth time recently that I've had to think about Death Note. Now I'm just like maybe I'll go back and rewatch this.
2: You should. Do it.
0: Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you convinced one person too. So maybe other people in the <laughs> other people let us know if you're going to start watching Death Note now. Year <laughs> of our Lord 2021. You're talking about the Netflix movie, right?
2: No, the anime. <laughs>
0: No, I know, I'm just giving you shit. You're
2: you're you're not the first person who assumed that was what I meant when I said I
1: was <laughs> watching Death Note.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> who
2: in twenty twenty one is watching the live action Death Note movie?
0: Oh, who knows? Who before twenty twenty one watched it?
2: <sighs> Nobody. <laughs>
0: Well, hell yeah. Uh, Let's get back into into Death Note, (laughs) y'all. Actually, you know what? My recommendation's kind of on that same note. I don't know why I'm mocking you for watching an anime. uh, Because I've been watching uh, Soul Eater lately. Oh, Um, fun! (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) I don't know why I'm calling out the speck of your eye when I gotta plank this book in my own. Um, Yeah, it's a fun, goofy show about... uh, people fighting with weapons that are also people. Um, it's fun. I like having it on in the background mm-hmm. while I do work. Cause I don't have to think about it. Uh, it's a fun, goofy show. And I, I know that it's like outdated and I could see people, um, considering it problematic. The whole, like, um, the, like Lovecraftian idea of madness being a sickness that spreads. Um, I get all that. I also think it's a fun, goofy thing to show up in fiction, and I think that it's 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 very fun and goofy in uh, Soul Eater when the person that madness is spreading to is a living scythe.
2: I've only ever seen like the first two episodes of Soul Eater.
0: (laughs) I skip to honestly, if you skip and start with like episode six, and just know that like these people are all like people that wield weapons or a weapon themselves, and they're trying to work together to, like, know each other and resonate on a cellular level, then, like, you're gonna have a good time. It's a fun, goofy show based on that.
2: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
0: I think that, the like, the first episodes that introduce each character are really weak, uh, but once they're just, like, established, the show gets a lot better.
2: I mean, I feel like a lot of shonen anime is like that.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, a Sam and I Got into My Hero Academia, and uh, mm-hmm. we're thinking about rewatching it soon. And just, like, you can kind of skip the first season and just, like, go in with season two, and it's infinitely better.
2: Yeah. I mean, pretty much, like, every episodic show and anime, like, the first, like, 15 episodes or whatever is like, here's all of the guys. Here's <laughs> exactly. what
0: they do. Here's <laughs> all the dudes before we figured out what we're doing with them. So they're just going to be in the background a lot.
2: Like, even One Piece does that, but, like, mm-hmm. One Piece does it well, I would say.
0: Yeah, One yeah One Piece, you're kind of grading on a curve, because it's, like, how much of the, like, if you look at the total of any other anime, it's, like, yeah, the first, like, 10%. It's, like, great, so, like, 10 episodes. With One Piece, it's, like, all right, so the first 100 episodes are the first 10% of the show. So, um, but, yeah, it is very, like, yeah, I mean, One Piece does it well. It's my favorite show a favorite, favorite comic. It's not my favorite show. I got thoughts, Marn.
2: I understand. Weirdly, an anime that I like that just, like, doesn't fucking do that at all is Yu Yu Hakusho.
0: Yeah, is Yu Yu Hakusho just, like, in it?
2: Kind of? I mean, yeah. Like, some of the some of the main characters, like, show up and then they just, like, go away for a while and then like they show up for like one episode and then they like go away and then they come back and they're like hey we're here now and i was like oh, all right, cool <laughs> i guess <laughs> i guess this is what's happening
0: <laughs> i started uh i started watching hunter hunter which is also by the guy that did Haka show and i got like an episode and a half in and went to discord and was like all right when does this get good? I can look up a Wikipedia recap to tell me who these characters are. I just need to know when this becomes a compelling story. Because oh, like y- it sure y- isn't that yet.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. You gotta skip like the first five episodes. That's the only way I was able to
0: watch it. <laughs> All right, cool. Good to know that I'm not alone in this.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Literally the first time I tried to watch it, I bounced off it super hard. And then Alyssa and I came back to it a couple of years later and we... We skipped basically like the entire first arc and just like got straight into like the tournament arc part, and it was like, oh, this is like actually good.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, shit. Honestly, tell me to skip to the tournament arc and I'll be like, yeah, understood, got it. Yeah. For just about any show, hell yeah.
2: I mean, I mean, the tournament arc. The, the thing about Hunter Hunter is that the tournament arc starts like five episodes in. Like you just gotta, <laughs> you just gotta get there.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, cool. Uh, maybe if I need something on, it, my thing is I can only like. When I'm working, I need to watch something that I've already watched. But like, when I'm sitting down to go to sleep or something, I might throw in an extra couple episodes or something like that. Sounds good.
2: Yeah, you Hakusho is weird because it starts as like a detective anime. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a tournament arc.
0: That's what I've heard. They were like, it starts off spirit detective and then turns into a tournament thing, and then they're just like, hey, the tournament stuff actually rips. That's what yeah. this is about now.
2: No, like actually, that's literally what happens. Like, ten episodes in or whatever, they're like, "This is a tournament arc anime now." I was like, "Okay, this rules."
0: <laughs> Excited for the Death Note tournament arc. There might be Just people two competing turn- to see who can write their names the fastest. <laughs> oh no,
2: wait! There's two tournament arcs in a, uh, in in Yu Hakusho. I forgot about that. There's like a there's like a short one at the end of the first season, and then like the entire second season is just like.
0: <laughs> we know where the money is at. Let's do it.
2: It's literally like 40 episodes of just like guys beating the shit out of each other, fucking rules.
0: Shit, I should get back into Yu Yu Hakusho.
2: Just watch, literally, just watch season two. Season two was the entire tournament. It's 40 episodes of just guys punching each other. It's so good.
0: Hell yeah. (laughs) That's our recommendation. (laughs) Anime about dudes punching each other. Let's go. Uh, Well, hell yeah. (laughs) I think on that note, that's going to do it for us. Yep. Uh, It
2: sure is midnight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can do that on Twitter. You can find us together. We are at ArgonautsPod. Otherwise, you can find us separately. I am at Co-host Sherms.
2: I am at Corpse Survivors.
0: And if you want to get a hold of us, you can also do so via email. We are ArgonautsPodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show and want to support us, the best way you can do that is by getting the word out and telling others about us. Uh, Make a tweet. Tell your friends uh, if they like args or internet weird stuff. Or if they like No Man's Sky, uh, tell them to find out, hey... Here's how they advertise the second expansion drop. Um, that word of mouth really helps us. Uh, the other way to support the show is on our Patreon. You can do so. Uh, we're at Patreon, P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N dot com. Otherwise, you can go to Patreon and search for the Argonauts podcast. We should show up. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to do it. And until next time, that's Args, baby. Seen it. Seen it. Don't care. Gross.
2: Babe, you've been scrolling through the queue for hours. Just pick something already.
0: It's not that simple. I'm a man of discerning taste.
2: Oh yes, only the finest cat girls for you.
0: Yours must be five inches or more. Anything less would be an affront to Kamisama. Does this sound like you? Does that sound like anyone? If so, we can help. We're two weirdos and we have our own podcast. On our show, Okashina Podcast Anime with Friends,
1: we highlight the best. Not the best. We highlight the most thrilling. Eh, not that either. We highlight. anime? Yes! Odd, amusing, and oddly amusing anime from Japan and beyond. Semi deep dive discussions, dated references, weep
0: shit. We got it all. Who are you people? You got anything with cat ears?
1: No, forget the cat ears. I want Broken Mama's voice.